The views and opinions on the TVA Show podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily the distributors or our sponsors. The views and opinions of Mooch One are not necessarily shared with anyone in the civilized planet. This podcast is copywritten and may not be replicated nor distributed without the sole approval of the Vape Association, LLC. You're now listening to the TVA Show. The TVA Show brought to you by Mooch One and Freeze. It's a vaping podcast. It's a live podcast. It is a very f***ing not safe for work podcast. A companion show from the Vape Association. Strap in, kids. Here we go. Hey, hey, yeah. In this future of hip-hop history, I'm here to bring on the people's champ, R.A., the rugged man. I'm the champ, I'm the champ, I'm the champ of the... Put your hands up, turn up wild out, this is how we do it, we're here to turn it out. Put your hands up, turn up wild out, this is how we do it, we're here to turn it out. Yo, my flow reminiscent of a prime grand pool ball My tongue sharper than the sword to the Japanese Yakuza Beats always slamming like Della Like Ali was the man in Manila Man, the gorilla, I'm a nicer striker than Anderson Silver I'm conquering like Hannibal on the back of an elephant I'm the best even if I'm pink and I'm pale and I'm lacking in melanin I've been a problem since my first birthday In the delivery room, my dick hit the ground and it caused an earthquake The school hallways I was pissing in As a kid I was lacking in discipline Ignoring authorities and never listening I come from the slummiest of slum villages Killing evil, you come from a village the disco dancing village people You other rappers I'm obliterating My flow is the Michelangelo Sistine Chapel You ain't even finger painting Bitch I'm swinging nunchucks And hitting you dumb fucks And making you duck down Like walking rush trucks I'm eyeing you fat bitches And seeing which one fucks I'm making the gun bust I'm bringing the blood guts Come on I get it done for the I'm the champ I'm the champ with the Bring home the title to the Gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages, the time is now, the place is here, and this, this is your special edition episode of Totally Vaping Awesome. That's right, the return of the originals, the champions, the best, the, because we're the best around. That's right. And no one's ever gonna, gonna keep us down, because we my. are the champions, <laughs> the greatest hits. my friend, favorite remix. <laughs> Because it's the r- 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 road to Vapor Slam. My name is Mooch One. I will be your host, your residential, uh, your, your captain in command. That, that, ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, the bringer of the funny. Mm. The funny cometh in the name of thy freeze. That's all right. That's right. No, I'm I trying did. to see I, how. S- okay, I did it. I said it. Funny cometh in me or uh, my name. Listen, <clears throat> this is one of them's. One of them. Those shows. You promise yourself you won't do. You Ever. Know, you know better than. Forever. You left on a high note. You had a, you you did a good show on a, the way a out. A great show. You said, uh, this, motherfuckers, it's how it's done. No, you, we, we actually did. the mic. We did what like 90% of shows never and movies never do. We That's actually right. ended the story. That's right. We didn't leave it at a cliffhanger. We no, fucking we came ended full it. circle. All characters, stories Everything. Over. Everything. And we Here retired. We yeah. walked away. Yeah. And then like every great wrestler that ever lived... <laughs> 
We took the payoff for one more match. Right. Well, now, Just one more. But now we're considered legends. That's right. We have legends contracts. And we're, right now, we're pissing on that. Yeah, to fuck right, that. Yeah. Right now, this show right here. This is going to bring back those old injuries. This, this show right here. <laughs> Totally just sullies the legacy of what totally vaping awesome was. We've ruined we everything. We should have just left. The, right. In, fa- in fact. Tommy, why couldn't you just leave well enough alone? I hate this already. Yeah. I, okay. Well, that's been the TVA show. Now, listen. Uh, let, let's just get into it. This is a special show due to the circumstances that, yes, it is the road to Vapor Slam. Vapor Slam 2, where Charlotte will get into it later. Other than that. This is the, 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 the Totally Vaping Awesome show proper. We're just going to get into it. We're just going to bring that shit. Listen, if this is your first time listening to Totally Vaping Awesome, you're here because you've heard. You heard the stories. The stories of what was. That one time, one place, there were two men who braved the weather, who braved the aud- the audacity of, of going into the muck when people said, no, don't go there. We but said we no, nay. We said we said nay. And as we and nay and as, means nay. And as we all know, <laughs> nay means nay. We're here. We're back. We're here. Uh, so so here's what's going on. I um I don't know where I am or what I'm doing. I've developed. Uh, I have I have what's commonly referred to as the Jimmy leg. <laughs> I, I, I uh, that's funny. I. Uh, my uh, my sleep. This is what I do now. I've this, got man hands. This is what I do now. This is my sleeping pattern. I sleep uh, eight hours. Then I stay up thirty six hours. Then I sleep eight hours. That's that's my new thing. Mathematically, it that's makes perfect how my sense. that's how getting older and aging is for me. So we're we're on the way to the coffee shop today. We're stopped in traffic. Okay, a real common road where you don't expect traffic to be, but there it is, okay? So we're stuck, and then 10 minutes goes by, and then 20 minutes goes by. Now, on top of all of this, we've got a person who's in front of us, a lady who's in front of us, right? And this lady wants to drive an an appropriate 20 miles slower than Mm. she, 20 miles per hour slower than what she's supposed to go. And, And I'm noticing something. I'm noticing, I'm noticing her jams. I'm noticing her jamming. And she's she's jamming. Are you sure you weren't behind me? She's shake. She's she's a little bit. She got she got the the shaky head. Yeah. She's jamming. She's the bobble. And then I notice, oh, she's not jamming. That's a condition. She she has a condition. Tourette's. Then. Now no, that, that's not Tourette's. Tourette's is what I have. Where you just scream fuck for right. no apparent reason. That's my. Well, they <laughs> have physical Tourette's too with the <laughs> you know tick. I mean? You do a little tick thing. All right. No, uh, she has what looks apparently like Parkinson's. Okay, I'm saying that she could. And play, she's driving. She could play related to Michael J. Fox in a movie. Is what I'm saying. She's basically Muhammad Ali of the road. Right. So, I so I'm watching. Now we're stuck in traffic, and the lady's in front of us, and she's she got the wiggles. She got the wiggle. She got, she's doing the shimmy shake. You know what I'm saying? And and she's and I'm and I'm and I say to my wife, I say, that can't be a thing, right? This is not right. Correct. She's not allowed to be in this position. Correct. Where she's at right now. Supposed to be. But then I thought to myself, who am I to judge? This person is trying their best uh, to live life properly. Um, you know, just she's just trying to be part of society. Yeah, but fuck that. It's a dangerous society. She's dangerous. She's dangerous to other people. I, I'm not trying to be insensitive. She had more shake than a Dairy Queen. I'm just... <laughs> you said, you said, wiggle me this, Batman. <laughs> she did a mean jitterbug. Is what I'm saying? <laughs> 
Perfect. <laughs> if you stuck a cup of milk and espresso on top of her head, two minutes later, you have a latte. <laughs> if you look at the scene from Jurassic Park, she's the one causing that water, the water if, in the cup to shrink. If you slap sideburns on the side of her face, she's Elvis Freeze. <laughs> she's all shook up, Freeze. You know what's going uh, there. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> all right. Uh, no, she should not be driving. <laughs> no, no. That's not desens- as insensitive. If you're disabled <laughs> and unable to be safe, fucking get off the road. <laughs> How fucking hard is it? Her, her My mil- license says I have to wear lenses. Her milk- <laughs> brings brings the fucking cops to the yard when she wrecks and kills 12 people. All Fuck right. you, cunt. Listen, uh, so you may be wondering what we're up to. Because she shake, rattle, and roll. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and, and why you're, you're receiving this show. Why are you receiving this show right now? Why, why is that happening? Uh, you know that this is all a thinly veiled commercial. That's what it is. Yeah. Let's get down to the heart of the matter. Because since we've been gone, there have been plenty since of... Since we've been gone, <laughs> I've been breathing for the first time. True story, because I had a sleep study. Okay. I can now breathe. <laughs> there, there have been plenty of uh, folk who've gotten, themsel- gotten themselves in trouble. Um, by not exactly being forthcoming when and if they were going to deliver advertisements uh, upon you. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, since we've been checked out of the scene, since we've been out of the inter- the, the vapor-tainment capacity, if you would, if you okay. don't count our award-winning conventions and the whatnot, yeah. uh, since we've been In out... In the world. Since I have yet to say cunt on a microphone in the last couple months, is what I'm saying. Um, we're also the greatest pitchman in vaping, too. Right. So we haven't done that either. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, you know, you've had an opportunity to cozy up to people and feel what it is, to sense what it is when people come right out of the gate, bullshit you first, and then ask you things on the backside. Well, no, Pumpkin, none of that here. This yeah. is what we do. We say, listen, I tell you what, I'll trade you goods. I'll trade you services, okay? I will bring to you filthy-mouthed entertainment, and for that very service, I won't tell you when, but at some point... You'll sit and listen to a commercial, and chances are you won't even know that you're hearing that commercial. Because I'm too damn good. Well, not not only that, I plan on saying cunt while we're having that commercial. That happens, right? Yeah. So what's the difference? Nothing. Right. Nothing. We're the uh, best. Let, let's let's move on to this. Freeze. Do you or do you not know about the knife? The knife freeze. You mean love? No, not that. Because I heard love is a knife. No, it's not. I checked into it. It's not. It's not a knife. Listen, the knife, the OJ knife. Oh yes, yes. Do you know about this? Yes, I do. I'm very familiar with this story. Actually, OJ is uh, all around in the culture again, all around. Where there's a there's a mini series right now, right? It's a mini series. Yeah, on FX. Um, and from my understanding, we the, with the people versus OJ Simpson. And from my understanding, called? it's actually a decent series. People yet. are all stoked about it. They like it. it. Now, while this, it's gearing up for this series to come out, and everybody's excited about the fact that Don Cheadle, if I'm not mistaken, that you know he plays Johnny yeah. Cochran. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Don Cheadle's an amazing actor too. So true. So all of this is all. This is all hitting the head. America is ready to see some OJ. The marketing's. Going yeah. strong. <laughs> and suddenly... They pulled a rip trippers. Wait, I mean... <laughs> that doesn't equate here. S- suddenly... Yes, it does. Suddenly, a story breaks. Story breaks. That a knife was found on the property of the former home that OJ lived in during the Nicole Brown Simpson murders. Okay? 
And this is how the story goes. A cop, a cop on the scene finds the knife. Incorrect. I, I nope, believe it's, it's right. the guy bulldozing the house that finds the knife and gives it to a cop. And gives it to a cop. Yes. And he says to the guy, he says, he says to the guy, he, he gives it to this cop. And the cop, mm-hmm. sa- he, he says, here, I found this. Okay. And the cop goes, thank you for this random knife that you found in the backyard. Yes. I'm going to take this home. And this will probably be worth a lot someday. Probably. So the cop, well, he, it would have been yeah. until being a cop, he does this. He goes, all right, so I will now wait 20 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to now bring this up to my, my cop buddy. He asks his cop buddy. He says, you wouldn't mind, would you, giving me the case file number. I'm going to frame this knife that I found that somebody gave me that was in the back of the property of O.J. Simpson's house during the time. This could be the knife. Hell, I don't even know, man. Anyways, could you give me the case file number? I'm going to frame this thing, and I'm going to have engraved the case file number. And the other cop on the end of the, uh, of the phone says, The fuck? Yep. His reaction, in fact, I think I'm transcribing. His reaction is, he says, <clears throat> The fuck? And the guy goes, oh, you know, because it's probably a thing. Maybe it's not, whatever. But it is fortuitous. It is a knife. Uh-huh. And the guy goes, yeah, I'll give you the case file. Just you, sh- you and your knife come over. You just come over. You just everybody come over here now. I'm, I'm at the station. I'll see you there. Now, the guy that does this is a cop. Let's wrap our heads around that warm and fuzzy feeling for a second. Okay, as opposed to like the detective Gorins that we see on television, you know what I mean? This cop, this investigator, I'm sure, because he's working a very high profile case at the time. This investigator says, I know what I'll do that won't blow my cover. (laughs) Here's here's a question for you. So um, the end result that we have thus far is that in the middle of OJ Simpson being suddenly reintroduced to pop culture again, a real-life story breaks. Um, Now, Freeze brings up an interesting point. Freeze calls this shit clever marketing. And and if if you've ever heard of clever marketing, that would be it right there. You know what I mean? In fact, now I'm I'm going to plant a knife for our next convention. (laughs) I don't know how it's related. Basically, OJ's playing a better game than Frank Underwood as far as fucking marketing and, and politics goes. But here's the thing. Uh, it's past, it's 20 years. Maybe the cop just waited until he was past the statute of limitations when he realized he fucked up. Yeah. Well, Maybe that. Possibly. Maybe it's not the knife at all. Either way, OJ can't be tried again uh, because of the term called double jeopardy. Can you give me one second? One Mississippi. I'm just, I, I, I can't, I feel like I'm in the fucking twilight zone. I can't function. I can't think. Well, you know what you're supposed to do when you, when you have an OJ situation, right? Everybody's supposed to order pizza. W- why? Oh, because pizza sales were higher than it's ever been through any Super Bowl during the chase for O.J. Simpson the trial. You didn't know that? It's the highest it's ever been in this country. Pizza and O.J. So that's a thing. That's a today I learned. There you go. So, so here's the thing. So what's the statistical possibility that this knife, this which is basically it's a utility knife, right? Well, luckily, I'm the guru of statistics. So I'm going to say statistical probability is about 26.3%. I would say lower. Of all the people, of all the construction workers, of anybody who's ever been to OJ's house, of anybody ever, 
for this knife to be found that it's that knife or that OJ uses that knife. I mean, listen, we all know that Johnny Cochran's got that knife in that <laughs> grave with him right now. Well, but also, Johnny, you know, during the trial, they were saying that the cops were fucking with evidence and tampering with evidence and, and vice versa. It was a thing that there was evidence tampering during this trial. So, you know, this would be an example of uh, evidence tampering. Well, kids, I'm going to make a controversial statement here. I'm going to go ahead and just say it. All right. I'm going to say what's on everybody's mind. The cop killed Miss Simpson. No. Sometimes, sometimes when you absolutely positively beyond shadows of any doubts that you'll ever have in your mind. No. A motherfucker kills somebody. And you absolutely positively know that because of the high profile nature of the case that you being able to put together logical and ample evidence is not going to be enough. Sometimes you got to fucking plant some blood. Now, I know that that sounds crazy, okay? But, and I'm not going to be here to regurgitate the the O.J. Simpson trial, okay? But in my line of thinking, to the point where you lead the cops on a high-speed chase for an entire day, you know know what I'm saying? You've pretty much admitted to guilt. Then you got out and you went, what? What What happened? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? What's the problem? Um so yeah, I, was there a little bit of tampering? This, this goes into the uh, making a murderer type of things. Have your kids seen the making a murderer? Do you own the Netflix? Are you up on this series? It's an amazing series. It's an amazing and emotional series that tells the story of a guy who got wrongly incarcerated for 18 years of his life. Uh, when he gets out, he decides to sue the very city that wrongly accused him, having the evidence to know the better and deciding not to use it. And as he sues them, suddenly he gets accused of another murder because he's decided to sue the city. Now, on its surface, hearing that story would make you say, wow, that's fucked up. Basically, they removed themselves from a lawsuit by saying that this guy killed somebody, and so they wrongly accused him yet again. And for 10 episodes, they'll have you strung along, believing that that's the case, until you do this, until you find out that the, the majority of the evidence that got the conviction from that jury was not shown in the fucking documentary. So here's what I think about that case. And if you haven't seen it, this may not mean anything to you, but I do have a point. The point is this. I think in the case of making a murderer, I think that the police absolutely guided and helped get a conviction on this fucking guy. I think what you're looking at is a guy who had a long history of beating, raping women, and pointing guns at them whenever he felt like it was necessary. You have a a case of a guy that had a very sick sexual addiction. He equated pain to sex and in the worst ways possible. And this guy, who, by the way, told his cellmates the entire time he was in jail that his plans were to build a fucking torture chamber to be able to kill women. This guy did just enough cleanup, just enough cleanup, that he wasn't going to, especially after they had wrongly accused him of something in the past, he wasn't going to be convicted of a murder that he obviously did with the lady's fucking male in his, in, in his uh, trailer, right? So what did they do? They planted blood evidence. Evidence that makes no sense. Evidence that made no sense as to how and why the crime happened the way that it happened. And I think that the same thing is true with the O.J. Simpson trial. Now, whether or not they manipulated it as, as far as Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran made the entire thing a complete circus. 
He made it a complete sideshow. As bad as the making a murderer deal was, it was nothing by the comparison of the, the doubt that Johnny Cochran created just by questioning the nature of existence itself and bringing that into the courtroom. Is anything real? This is basically what he, what he proposes. Are you real? Are you even here? Do you know? How do you know that you're not a puppet? How do you know there's not a hand up your ass? Can you see alternative dimensions? And at this point, you're going, wow, this is fucking nutty. You know? And that's, that's a very political uh, agenda. It's a very political maneuver. If you pull somebody so far onto one side, they can only fight you to get back to the middle right where you wanted them to be. <laughs> what is, is. That's right. What is, is. That's right. If you pull someone's logic so far to one side, they can only fight with you to get right back to where you really wanted them to be all along. And that's what Johnny Cochran did. But, I do, I, you know, does that type of shit happen? The shit probably happens more times than it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Because they're trying to slam dunk these convictions. Now, the, the thing that is similar between those two cases is the high-profile nature of it. Uh, in Stephen Avery's case, it was high-profile because he was suing them, because he had been on television. The man who was wrongly accused, who, was, who did incarcerate due time for all these years, so it was high-profile. There were television cameras. It became a thing. You know, and especially when all of a sudden it was everybody knows that he murdered this girl. Now, see, everybody knew it because everybody who was following the trial, there was no question. The purpose of making the documentary was to say, but what about all these these weird questions, which I would have totally been cool with had they been forthcoming with all of the actual evidence, you know, like when they concoct this story that he tied the chains are up to the bed and all this, that, and the other. And then they totally discredit this story and say that the young man who made the story up got it out of a book that he actually owned. And then they forgot to tell you the motherfucker owned chains. He owned the fucking wrist strap chains. They found them. He copped to it. He said, oh, I, yeah, I had them because my girlfriend likes them. See, it wasn't such a fucking leap like they made it. They just totally left that out. Uh, how is that even fucking possible? They totally leave out the fact that the girl that he did kill, very realistically killed, begged her boss on multiple occasions not to have to ever go back there because, quote-unquote, he creeps me the fuck out. You know. Uh, they left out the part where he called and pretended to be his sister with a false voice the day that he fucking killed her. You know. So I think a lot of times in the case where you can clearly see that this guy's demented, if he doesn't kill her, he's going to kill one of them, you know, and it's this thing. The cops have been to his house three times for this relationship that they show you on the show that they forget to tell you the cops have been by the house for domestic fucking battery, for domestic assault. They just forgot to tell you that he beat up his girlfriend, that they keep showing you in the show and there's police record of it. So he's beating women. He's beating them. He tells his fucking cellmates, eventually I'm going to torture these bitches. He bought the chain so that he could eventually get to that place. You know? I think in her case, she fought back. And I think the reason why in the middle of the series, you just never hear from her ever again is because she was smart enough to know, stay the fuck away from this guy. Because that's where it was headed. You know what I mean? Of course, she's talking now. Now she's talking. Now the girlfriend who mysteriously leaves in the middle of making a murder, she's talking as much as she can all of a sudden. She's going, you motherfuckers are all crazy. You motherfuckers are about to have this happen on repeat, you know. So sometimes, sometimes I know it's a controversial thing. Sometimes you just got to put a little DNA some places. Is what I think. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to spread the DNA. 
Is everybody following? Is everybody with me? You know, far be it from me to make some quasi little tiny claim, but that's what we do here. We just like to shoot the shit and say small, indifferent type of things like, fuck it, plant some blood. You know what I'm saying? Or semen. I never one time thought in my mind when I said spread, I was never thinking semen. How dare you? But I I was, and (laughs) and that's what matters. All right, moving on. Um, uh, kids in the audience over the age of 18, and I know, I know that that's the grand total sum of this audience. I know you little cunt rag, you would not be around, you would not hang out, you would not stay with, hang with me, knowing that this is an adult-only program. I know, uh, if there's anything that I do know, I know that teenagers listen the first time. Swig a coffee for the first time listening teenage man. That's right. Uh, you all know we live in a world of total fucking insanity, right? You all know that, right? Up is down, left is right. Yeah, I mean, everything's crazy. But it don't matter if you're black or white. Bing, ding, 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 ding. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> all of you, you're welcome. I'm going to pull something up here. I'm going to pull a... Uh, I'm going to pull up a an editorial, if you will. Okay? Oh, that wacky Kim Kardashian. That I, you know, it's not something that I talk about often. I uh, talk about the Kardashians cuz I don't care. But what I do talk about quite often is our misinterpretation of causes and what we think a cause is. And why we get misconstrued with the idea of this is a cause, that is some self-righteous bullshit that you're masking. I I get involved, I fucking detest it. And the reason is because, you know, when Freeze and I started this show, when we started the show a couple of years back, there was not even a fucking idea in anyone's mind whether or not if you had a dick, you could just walk in to the female bathroom. That was not open for interpretation when we started the show. That was only a couple of years ago. You know. Now, not only can you just state aloud, no, I'm a woman, I identify as one. You can, you can state that, but I am a total fucking prick. If I challenge you from any place of biology or accuracy, if in fact I try to hoist upon you the idea of, you know, reality, if I do that, I am a complete bigot and fucking prick. You are total realists. And you are a hero, in fact. Let's not forget, if you have a cock and you say, I'm a woman, you are heroic. And if somebody challenges that concept by saying chromosome, and you say, no, how dare you? You're a bigot. And you're archaic to boot. We live in that world. So, it does befuddle me. I have small kids. I have children, young men that I'm trying to raise in a world that's going to tell them things. It's going to lie right to their face. And it's going to say, you're not going to challenge that, right? 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 Because that would be, that would make you a fucking piece of shit if you challenged it. Right? Right? 
It's going to tell these guys that they're somehow bad for being able to use logic and reason. That's the world we live in. And for that purpose, I want to talk to you today, if I might, about the ridiculous cause-effect pattern that happened in the last fucking selfie, the nude pic, that Kim Kardashian took. When I first saw the headline on my Yahoo News that said, Kim Kardashian takes nude photo. That's not news. That's not different. That's fucking Tuesday or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's okay. I take, I take nude photos like every day. So I, yeah. I skip by that and I look for other things like, you know, what are the polls of the fucking presidential race saying and this type of thing. And then it now starts to erupt, right? <clears throat> now it's celebrities in big fight with Kim Kardashian for taking this nude picture. And then it says Kim Kardashian defends herself by expressing her feminism. Now it says celebrities line up to champion Kim Kardashian for her feminist causes. Meanwhile, let's not let nobody forget here. Okay. Meanwhile, whether you know it or whether you don't, all of your kids are exposed to this. I know that you're smart enough not to get your child, yes, your child, a smartphone. Unfortunately for you, not all of your child's friends, mommies and daddies are that smart. In fact, most of them are dumb, po-bunk fucking motherfuckers. That's the problem. Okay? Most of them are six-toe, having inbred, hee-haw-watching fucking assholes. That's the problem. So your kid now goes to school, and his friend or her friend in their backpack either has printed off images, might have a fucking iPad on them, for all you know. I've seen it. I have seen this. And they go, you should look at this. This is my hero. It's set, well, that's what she said. Now, to a seven, eight-year-old kid who reads this heroic action, they, they, how do they know how to differentiate? That's the news. The news told them that. That's printed. That's on paper. The teacher said that when you read the things on the paper, they're true. So when you're seven or eight, how, you can't make that leap. So now this is heroic. Now, how long do you think it's going to take for your seven or eight-year-old to try to be a hero than themselves? This is what's happening. But see, I'm an asshole. I'm a total fucking asshole because I am not respectful of someone's right to embrace their natural body, their natural sexuality. Let's we'll take out of the equation that every part of Kim Kardashian's body is actually paid for. But they're not allowed to express themselves because I'm some sort this of This has to been paid for by Yeezy's new album. And, and I can't I can't I can't deal with the fact that she's a woman. Okay. So <clears throat> You know this is all, this is all women's problem. Women created all of this, right? Oh, sure. We're, yeah. we're, oh, we're going to get to that. Yeah. So, uh, from CNN, ladies and gentlemen, CNN, who covers every major story that you can possibly get your hands on, CNN says in a quote, more celebs are taking sides in the Kim Kardashian should she have, shouldn't she have nude selfie debate. That's right. The celebrities are lined up, two sides, double-sided, whatever, to see what, what side they're on. On Monday, Kardashian posted a picture of herself in the buff with black bars strategically placed on the caption when you're when you're like I have nothing to wear LOL. Okay? Which first I mean, you know, with all of the authors, with all of the great storytellers, why would you not put your child in front of Kim Kardashian? 
and, and let her talk for your children, okay? The reality star generated some heat. Now, of course, when we mean reality, porn is reality. That's what type of star that she is, okay? The reality star generated some heat, positive and negative, for doing so with legendary actress Bette Midler, media personality Piers Morgan, and others posting critical comments about the images, and others coming out in support. Now, you understand in your head where the negativity would come from, right? You get that because th- there are outspoken personalities. Think about Bette Midler, okay? Now, Bette Midler is a singer. She is a actress. She's a dancer. She's a vaudevillian. She is a writer. She's a performer. She's an entertainer, okay? She has all of this stuff to her credit, right? But the last thing that she is is some super attractive lady. That's the last thing that she is. So here's a woman who built her career on the basis of being good at stuff, okay? So in her estimation, when she decides to say, you know, what the fuck? It's coming from a place of, thank you for setting back all of the efforts that people, real fucking people, have had to try to make, okay? On Wednesday, Sharon Osbourne posted her own nude selfie to Instagram with the caption, Kim Kardashian, you inspired me. Okay. Now, for those of you who are not aware of who Sharon Osbourne is, Sharon Osbourne is the wife slash manager of Ozzy Osbourne. Okay. Which basically means this. She fucked a guy into prosperity. Look, I understand that she's made some crucial and very good business decisions. That she's cut throat. Does she have a vagina? Well, then she probably is. Okay. I understand that she's been on talk television shows for a very long time. And prior to that, she was a quasi-celebrity who did the talk show circuit. I get it. Sharon Osbourne has been famous for quite some time. She, her, her notoriety exploded on the Osbournes program on MTV. I get it. Guess what? Sharon Osbourne is not on that fucking program if Ozzy Osbourne is not in fucking Black Sabbath. That's the reality. She fucked her way into prosperity like somebody else, like maybe somebody that she's currently defending. Like maybe, of course, they're seeing eye to eye on this issue. Like, oh my God, Sharon is so attractive. She inspires me. And I'm glad I inspired her. So then it says, reality star Courtney uh, Stoden or Stodden or Slut joined the fray <laughs> with a nude and somewhat self-promotional photo of her own, adding, oh, I can't find anything to wear either. Okay, so so far you can see. Okay, this is like Marvel Civil War with horse, and what what's happening here is okay, is that to the one side you have people who have had to create a career by working, and on the other side you have people who just stand around and probably most likely blew somebody who was at least semi talented. And if they're lucky, on video. That, that's what's, now, that doesn't mean that that's, that's everybody, okay? Because once the feminism thing comes up, then everybody can be manipulated. Okay. So then, after the commentary uh, starts to really get heated up with everybody, everybody chiming in, you know what I mean? Um, then uh, a, a model who came out in the defense of Kardashian... Again, a model, a person who is uh, trained in the fine arts of, oh wait, I'm sorry, a model. So a model 
says, love when a man comments on a woman's decision to post a nude photo, her body, her career, sexist bullshit. Now, fellas, think about that. You live in a world, okay, where some twat having no brain who makes fucking 50 times what you're ever going to make in a day for having no talent whatsoever takes it upon herself to be judged on social media by going to social media and posting themselves willingly on social media and then calls you sexist when you have an opinion. That's the world that you live in. And you know who's going to defend that type of statement? Everybody. Everyone. Nobody wants to step on the feminism bomb. Nobody wants to cross the line of logic and reason. No one is thinking for themselves. So it says... At first, lots of folks seemed to dig it, to the point where Kardashian felt the need to clarify that the photo was a year old and not of her current post-baby body. Right, right. Because it was just some self-aggrandizing horseshit, just more of the same, something that just should have been totally fucking ignored. You know what I mean? Midler didn't love it, tweeting, Kim Kardashian tweeted a nude selfie today. If Kim wants us to see a part of her we've never seen, she's going to have to swallow the camera. Now, that's a joke, and one that Kim Kardashian, in her wildest fucking imagination, could never come up with. In fact, she's probably still trying to work on the equation of what it fucking means right now, because irony is way eluding her and her fucking husband, or her rent-a-husband, as I'm sure is what it really is. Soon, Piers Morgan tweeted, I know the old man's $50 million in debt, Kim, but this is absurd. Want me to buy you some clothes? West recently claimed that he's $53 million in debt. Now the hits keep on coming because people... Now again, Piers Morgan, who's a quasi-entertainer and a guy who kind of looked over at Howard Stern's career and said, oh, I can apply that to where I live. And then he fucking came over to America and we all said, hey, we don't really like you because you're already ripping off a guy we know of. You know. Um, but he did things. He was an editor. He was a journalist. Then he worked himself into uh, having entertainment shows. Then he was an interviewer. Then he was a, 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 an actual host of things. Okay, He didn't stand in front of a mirror applying makeup while cameras rolled and call it television programming. You know, he did actual things. He didn't do them exactly well, but he did things. Kardashian responded by tweeting, Hey, Piers Morgan, never offered to buy a married woman clothes. That's on some Ashley Madison type shit. Right, because Kim Kardashian, of course, your children's heroes, make no mistake. Uh, she doesn't understand, by definition, the ideas of irony or satire. She, she couldn't fucking, she couldn't process this. You know what I mean? So, now, the, the, now, everything keeps on going here. In response to Midler, Kardashian tweeted, Hey, Bet Midler, I know it's past your bedtime, but if you're still up and reading this, send nudes. Just kidding. And I really didn't want to bring up how you sent me a gift a while back trying to be a fake friend, then come at me. This is the fucking world we live in. This is it. This is the fucking world we live in. If, in fact, your kids can name 
who Kim Kardashian is, and they cannot name any one single female singer from before 1980, shame on you. You should have your fucking children removed from your household. Shame on you. You are a fucking awful parent, and you need to reevaluate how and what you're doing. And you need to reevaluate their fucking time. Because this is what they're going to think of, of either how you should approach a woman, how one should act, and who you should find, or how a woman should be, and how they're going to act, and what they're going to do. There's no fucking way I would have a little girl, and I do, that would be completely and perfectly aware of what's happening in the pop pop culture and not be able to reference it against women that actually work to get to where they got. Now see, boys, we have prime examples of that all the time all around us. You know what I mean? Regardless of the fact that giving somebody $500 million to play basketball is fucking stupid beyond belief, right? We still understand you have to be of the select few in the entire world at a specific point in time for fucking ever to be able to accomplish this. You can't do this for a 30 minutes dribbling session a day. It don't work that way. This has to be, be your obsession. See, little boys, they have examples of people who work and formulate their entire fucking existences to become something. Right? Women, what women have are people who just want cameras on them. And now that's what their singers are. That's what their actresses are. I, I'm sorry, who's your next Meryl Streep? Who is it? What, what female is it right now? I'm sorry, who's your next Joan Rivers? A, a boundary pusher? Not a shit eater? Like the female comedians you have now, that when they tell a joke, they apologize for it? Because they're women. Any man can tell whatever joke that he wants to. If he gets fired, he says, fuck you, you're in the wrong. And eventually, everybody agrees. If you have a vagina, you do what everybody says. That's why they make less. Now, when is that fight going to come about? Now, we're too busy in this fight. You, All you women are, you're worried about whether or not it's okay to show your natural body. That's the fight I want you to have. I want the money. You want, you want to come clean, ladies? Here, here's the deal. Let's be honest for a second. Here's what it is. The truth is, I, I prefer you to stop. You just didn't make as much as me. I like it. Because I always get more. Why would I not like it? It's awesome. You get so caught up on little things. You're watching the, the build your house show, the flip your house show, the makeup thingy show. And then you argue about your causes, your causes. You know, can you breastfeed in public? Is it because that's a human right? You just keep on having that argument. You just keep on talking about genitalia in public. That's that's what we want you to do. See, but when you're done, you can get your ass back to work. And while you're doing it, why don't you grab me some coffee? How about that? Just grab me some fucking coffee. And oh, by the way, the kid in the mail room who was here for fucking two weeks. Yeah, we just elevated his fucking position. He's your boss now. I know he doesn't have the same degree that you do, but he's got a penis. See? No, no, no. Here's your U.S. Weekly magazine. Sit the fuck down and argue about Kim Kardashian. Good. You keep doing that. There is no equality. It never happened. You like your job. You have to argue about your breasts. 
You still don't get it. You'll never get it. Who's the real feminist? Mooch one, bitches. That's right. That's the bumper sticker. Bitches, I'm a feminist. That's it right there. <laughs> I'm a feminist, bitches. I'm a feminist by your comment. <laughs> because that's what's up. I would love for the women of the world to go, wait, I get it. I get it. This whole breastfeeding thing, that's a ruse. Of course we can't rewire men's human sexuality. Of course genitalia in public is what it is. Of course if it were true that it's just a natural thing, then I would probably urinate right there in front of everybody. But since I don't and seem to understand the difference whenever it's convenient for me, what I'm really doing is just fucking complaining because I have nothing else to do. Of course I feel like that. Of course this is horse shit. Of course, I can use a cover if it's going to offend everybody because why do I give a fuck? And on that topic, hey, let's talk about this whole fucking you paying me correctly again thing. How about that shit? Yeah. Women, get fired up. Get realistic. You know? Men, are you guys married? You guys got an old lady? I know a lot of you guys do. When she gets onto this whole diatribe about this, that, and the other, don't let her diatribe be about whether or not she should or she shouldn't be able to do these things. Make the diatribe whether or not it's okay to even have a conversation with a person who should not be legally allowed to operate a fucking vehicle. Let's have that conversation. That's what you need to do. You need to sit her down and say, sweetheart, let's think about this logically. Should Kim Kardashian even be able, and I'm saying by law now, to be able to operate the channel changer for the television? That's a thing. Do you think that she is ready? Is she prepared to know where the volume up and down buttons are? Let's be honest. Let's really have a conversation about that. You know what I mean? But it's fine because in her third or fourth fucking surgery to her face, she won't even be able to see that shit anyway. She'll just have a strained eyes and it won't matter. That's what's really going on. You know. So she's our next Joan Rivers as far as <laughs> right, plastic yes, surgery yes, goes. Right. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, so then another actress tweets, I hope you realize how important setting goals are for young women, teaching them that we have much more to offer than just our bodies. Okay. But then after the fucking diatribe she got, the tweet has since been, been uh, deleted. Kardashian came back with, let's all welcome this model to Twitter since no one knows who she is. Your nylon cover is cute. So again, I, what, what does this have to do with feminism? What does this have to do with Everything with, with the preservation of anything. It's all the de-evolution of the what women have done for the past hundred years. Yeah. It's literally backtracking on everything you've accomplished as women. That's what it is. This is the world we live in, guys. Fat women—they make statements and display themselves. They demand to be called beautiful. Surgically enhanced women claim to be feminists when they don't want to be called narcissists. Trans people will call you insensitive if you react with human emotion and if they make you feel out of place and if you're honest about it. Breastfeeding mothers will call you sick when you equate public nudity to actual human sexuality. And all of this shit, we're supposed to ignore all of it. All of it. If you say any of those things, you are a fucking asshole. And all of those things are real. But what it also boils down to is <clears throat> the hiding behind of false causes. You're not a feminist or a weight crusader. You aren't a supervisor of what's natural <clears throat> and what's over the line. 
You have to stop asking us to lie about what is normal. You know, it's weird. The fat women of the world all want to be called beautiful. They want to be called great because they want to have that feeling and they want to be treated like they're the normal and not the exception. That they're actually the average and the exception is the exception. But the thing about it is, is it's exceptional to be beautiful. So then you want me to call you this because you want reality to play into your life. Yet, you're asking me to lie to you to make that the case. You're asking me to lie to you when you take a nude picture of yourself and say it's my right to take this nude picture, which, by the way, it's not. Public nudity is not your fucking right, by the way. But then you say it's my right to say that this is um, propelling the agenda because I am, I am free from the chains that society has put upon me. No, you're not. You're in those chains. Don't you understand don't you understand that getting you naked is just some more shit that we've done to trick you into thinking you have a fucking cause? You want to trip a guy up, put more clothes on and ask, it how, ask him how much it's worth. Say, I want to talk to you or I'm keeping all these fucking clothes on. See how his demeanor changes then. This idea that we're going to take you more seriously because you took your clothes off. Are you fucking serious? Half the women I've ever seen with their clothes off, I never ever fucking talk to ever again. Mission was accomplished the first time. Why, what do we have to say to each other? You made a sandwich. It's over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. All right. So there. See? See, guys? See? Welcome back. Now part two when I join the conversation. <laughs> welcome back to... Welcome back. Uh, so... I have something I want to talk about. You have something you want to talk about. Yeah, I mean, it's not really a plug, but I want to talk about something that we actually have never talked about on the show because this happened after we retired. That depends. If it's commercially, we can save it. Because I, listen, this is something that I don't think they know this yet. We're off the fucking grid right now. We're off the grid. We have no sponsors. This is a sponsorless oh. show. I can be fucking nuts. You think I went nuts before? Cut, 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 cut. Waffles. That is the cunt waffle chorus choir uh, coming to a town near you. Yeah. Literally coming to. Oh, I'm coming right. all over your town. That's right. All right. What? All right. What you got? What do you? Well, do you I doing? just wanted to say thank you to our listeners um, who went out and voted in the best of 2015 poll. We I never see. got to talk about it on the show, but because of you guys. We won best of 2015 conventions in the world, man. We were up against Paris, China, every convention and vaping, and we won, and we want to thank you. I don't know if you knew that or not, but we want to thank you for that. All right. We'll talk more about <clears throat> Vapor Slam 2. And yeah, but this humble, is the pastime. And your humble apology for Vapor Slam Vape Mania and the brand and the website the and the excitement. And I'll tell you what I else. I never apologize. <clears throat> And, and how we want to see all of these ugly motherfuckers who listen to us. And I know you're listening right now. I know you're listening. And I know you're looking in the mirror thinking to yourself, he can't be talking about me. I might be. I won't tell you. I love you. I won't tell you. Unless you ask. And if you ask, you will get an honest answer. Don't make me evaluate. Boom. That's what I'm saying. Okay. But uh, so uh, some of this. Some of this for a second. And just, and just go with me here. As we're, as we're opening up the clip here. <laughs> okay, now hold on. You guys, you guys into this? Is that is this not your thing? Too old of a thing? You have no idea how many 
very, very bad bands that I have seen Try to cover have to cover AC because yeah. you know I mean it's, a, it's like a staple. If you call yourself a a, a, a fucking uh, if you're a cover rock band, especially if you're like a southern rock band, for some reason the southern rock cover bands of the world adopted ACDC into the set list. Not sure why, but it's a thing. You know, easy easy drum patterns, That's easy guitar say. riffs. This is an easy song. Well, here's the problem. This is what happens. So smooth sailing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yet they've got some Jethro up there, right? Now, the whole night, this guy's been singing like, <clears throat> you know, can't you see, can't you see what that woman she's been doing, doing to me. me. Okay? All yeah. night long, he's singing this. Hey, if he's really daring, he might go out on a limb and go, uh, hurt so good. Okay. So that's about as fucking ballsy as things have gotten. So they go, oh, man, we can play this ACDC. That shit's Easy. And it is. It's easy shit to play. And they get, you know. She was a fast machine. And that's when the shit hits the fan. Because here's what happens. Jethro goes, she was a fat. And then his throat closes. And that's the end of Jethro's fucking night. Because he notices those notes are a lot higher than he thought they were. And if you're going to hit those notes, you should A, try to do it in full voice, not in fucking gro- throat gravelly voice, and B, right when you do that for the rest of your career, you sing like that now. And, and, and the first night you do it, you're just going to have a sore throat, you're done, this song and this set is over, you can just go sit it the fuck out now. You know what I mean? Because it sounds like it's right here. But it's really right there! It's way higher. And that... That ain't where it's going. We all know where it's going. It's going way up there. Way up. Now, if you make it this far, you might make it this far. I've I've never I've seen lots of cover bands. I'm not talking about tribute acts. If you have a tribute act for ACDC, then the prerequisite is that you should already be able to sing like this. That note. That I want. I love watching guys try to do that, and they stand on their tippy toes. You ever notice that these lead singers they lean their head? To the these left. lead singers, they'll stand up and they'll try to get themselves as tall as they can. Like that's going to help you reach notes. That, that's not a thing. I'm here to tell that's you. What that. mommy taught me when I was told to reach for. In things. fact, you're locking your knees. You, you fucking you you chump. You're not supposed to do that. Uh, that that shit. That is over. You're done now. That's it. You're gone. Good night for the rest of the night. So that's what happened to me. All right. So what's what's the deal with this whole exercise that we're doing? Um, maybe you know, maybe you don't. In sad music news, ACDC are officially losing their second, their second badass lead vocalist, Brian Johnson, of course, who's been the long-term vocalist. <clears throat> since the death of Von Scott, uh, is lo- he's losing his hearing and was ordered off the road immediately. Now, I'm not sure if that means, hey, this is a permanent thing, any more amplifiers to the eardrums, and you guys don't exactly play quiet, you know, and you're done, buddy. So that's that's it, right? So there's been there's a there's a big call because right now their tour, which they were on a nationwide tour or worldwide tour, the tour is on hiatus, and they're going like, all right, we've got to honor these tickets somehow, right? So there's this big call of who is going to be the guest vocalist, right? Well, we all know who I would say in any situation where a guest vocalist should appear, it should be the freeze, and and every time. You know what that's I mean? what I thought. But I wasn't. I didn't want to be too boastful. No. Oh no. I was going to say maybe drunk grandma, but okay. No. So what I wanted to do is 
I, I wanted to, uh, if you'd indulge me for a second. No, that's that's fine. I just want to kind of do some call and response here, right? Just a little call and response. Got it. We just want to see whether or not this is in the framework. You okay. know what I mean? And yeah. look, not for nothing, you have provided many a moment of musical excellence on this program. Uh, you know, just an you, album worth, easy. Just in case you want to, you want to go through a little greatest hits, real, okay. real fast. Okay, all right, gold, sir, uh, that you've provided on this show. Oh, uh, uh, with the volume. Yeah, that's, I didn't even have to get on my tiptoes to that's, hit that note. That's your, no. My falsetto is so full voice you can't no, even it's tell. Your, it's your vibrato yeah. that sells it. You can't you know even what tell. Saying? Yeah. Because I I have witnessed this. Uh, I th- it's almost like you are channeling a hernia. Uh, <laughs> it's and constipation. Then, and then you start yeah. to shake. No, your that's chin. just a fat in my neck. That. See, you're, and you even do your own accompaniment, which I yeah, like. Yeah. You know, no one forced you. No. To, it's like you were a part of the horn section, and there's not one. Right. And it's good. We are the champions. We are the champions. That's some Axl Rose shit. Axl Rose, when he's drunk off his ass and Look, doesn't know what song he's singing. My falsetto's on point. But Axl Rose. No. It's a, well, it's on a point. There's a point. It's, it's hitting a point someplace. It sounds like full voice. Pronounce very strongly. Thank your you. pronunciation. Yeah, it's very. It, I, the diction is yeah. heavy with it's all this about, one. It's all about heavy diction. What a creative choice! Thank see, you. I, dropped it. Dropped now, into well, the minor. See, people don't. People don't know. Yeah. Singing phrase is about choices. Yeah, I mean, it's choice. about choices of the world. <laughs> that was a choice. Yeah. Well, I decided. I decided that it needed some flavor. It needed a little <laughs> yeah, bit of a, a little bit of soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I figured, okay, I'll just hop up and down the octave scale a little bit. Just hop up and down. You know, kind of like when you're when you're trying to bend a note. You know, when you're a guitar playing, you're bending the and, note. And let's, let's just hammer the point home. Okay, this is not a, a best of. This is all making. I deserve th- Grammy. Perfect. Perfect. So here's the deal. Here's what we're going to find out, okay? I know that you don't know these songs. I know that. I've heard them. I just don't know the words. Of course. You know. I I know. And and not to mention, it's not exactly like the guy is the world's clearest singer. Yeah, his his major hard diction is not that great. But honestly, if you did go to the concert, right? Mm -hmm. And he goes, Back at Black! I hit the guy! No, you don't care. You don't All care I know is saying. back in black. You don't care if he says the right words. How do you know? Now, I've often wondered. What is, in what context does he mean? Back in black, I hit the sack. Did he hit the sack? That's what I, th- I mean. What he went sack? To, did he go to bed? See, that doesn't make any sense. Or did he kick himself in the nuts? <clears throat> now, why is come on? Yeah. Back in black, like black and blue, like he's got bruised testicles. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it's a little. 
You know what I mean? Or maybe he was carrying somebody it in a sack. It doesn't make sense to the narrative mm. that he is back, yet he's already asleep. That makes no sense. I bet you know I'm glad to be back. All right, so, so what we want here is we want this. Okay? okay? Now, let's just try this out. Okay? Now, now that, that is not easy. <clears throat> okay? It's not pretty, but it's not easy. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Let everybody get themselves prepared. Oh, no music, just straight up. Everybody, it's, if, you, if you're standing, you may want to sit All right, for this. This is acapella. If you're sitting, you may want to hang on to something for this. Okay, uh, and me, if you're, me, me, and, me, me, me. and if you're hanging on to something, you may want to hold your own genitalia. All right, here we go. Here Don't we, here we are. Here, <clears throat> here we are. The freeze will now. <laughs> the freeze will now prepare his audition. Uh, going directly to uh, ACDC uh, now. Okay. <clears throat> Back in black. I hit the sack. <laughs> and there it is. Yeah. There it is. Thank you. I, Thank you. I, you know, I, I'm, I think I'm sold on that. Yeah. Now, now, uh, of course, you shook me all night long. <laughs> it's uh, <clears throat> a little bit less growl. Never mind. Same. It's in a lower register. Okay, lower key. So that's good for you. Now this is what we really want to know. It's a little lower than that, right? Should be all night long. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. The vocal stylings. Back in black. (laughs) I hit the sack. I bet you know I'm glad to be back. (laughs) My eardrums are fine, by the way. So, so call me AC. Holla at your boy, Actic. Let's go. <laughs> there it is. I think I've proven irrefutably. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I've I've heard it rumored that possibly because Steven Tyler is in the midst of his solo career, Steven Tyler could actually help them out with some of the gigs. They even floated out the idea of having Springsteen. I don't think they have that kind of money. I think I think Steven Tyler could fit that bill. I, I think, think that it makes it. sense. Yeah, I think he could do it. Um, but they'll probably do what Journey did and find some random Filipino kid on YouTube. Well, then do I have an answer to that? How Freeze. quickly can we make you look Filipino? You oh, know what I'm saying? My stepmom's Filipino. Well, I'm just standing with my family photo. There it it's is. It's already over. I've, already, I've been to the Philippines. This is, this is a shoot. I've been <laughs> well, to the Philippines. That's here or there. It's just, now, you can't speak... Back in, in black! <laughs> I like your hand motion. Yeah, no, it's back in black! You kind of have like. I hit the sack. But what's funny is, yeah. as you're singing that, yeah. as opposed to like the aggressive thing that I think you would do, instead yeah. of that, you're doing like Tina Turner. I'm doing the moves. diva thing. You're right. doing like yeah. Tina. Yeah. Well, it's, I'm like pushing. I can Tina Turner. Well, what moves. I'm doing is I'm pushing away from the mic so I know my distance, right? Right. Because it's back in black. Like, you know, you got to back away from the mic right. a little bit yeah, so I, you don't. I see. Yeah. I, I thank you for teaching me these microphone skills because, you know, for 30 years I've had. Yeah, but, but, but you're not a diva like me. <laughs> No, that's R-E-S-P-E-C-T. true. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Tell me what uh, it means to me. 
uh. we should prepare ourselves for that world. You're right. If that's the way. Look, let's not try to transition. I appreciate the fact that you can I'm transition whenever you want to. To anything. If you can transition, anything. does that mean you can use the other bathroom if you yes, want? Yes, because I'm transitioning okay. <laughs> right now. Speaking of transitioning, somebody else just came out in the news that they're transitioning now. The other Wachowski. I saw that. Both Wachowskis are now transsexual. That. So the Matrix fucked them up bad. So this, the, so this, <laughs> this I think is the first time in the world's history where the story started with brothers and it ends with sisters. sisters. Yeah, right. Both of them. That's a real thing. Both of them. That could be us. That could be <laughs> me and you. No, because I like fondling my pee pee and putting it into vaginas. I'm not certain if they've both had the testicle no, 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 removal no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. surgery. Yeah, 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 yeah. The second one even said, and yes, I've fully transitioned. Well, listen, I, I got news for you. If you're touching down there, you're still touching your pee-pee, okay? Yeah, it, doesn't, pee-pee. it doesn't really matter. It's just a pee-pee that's less sensitive, I guess. I don't know. Right. So the decision... Do you lose the sensitivity? Yes. The decision yeah. that you make here is you go like, how could it You basically be, want to be a, how, mu- a eunuch. How could I never orgasm again? How can I make that happen? You're basically becoming a eunuch. Right. That's what you're doing. Right. Which we have those. And we used to have... You're the, saying, you know what I could do less of? Orgasm. That's what, what, did, I, what I, they, I... The Catholic <laughs> Church used to do it, and they had, they were singers, and they were men that would sing in soprano or higher that were castrados. Castrados were men that when their kids had their... They were fucking castrated. Right. The castrado, and they were fucking eunuchs. Right. So basically, you're a fucking eunuch. <laughs> Congratulations. You're varies from Game of Thrones. Right. Um, Androgynous. It's... It, yeah, it's, you know... But again, we're all supposed to applaud. Now listen, I don't know if you're a good person. I don't know if you've done, yeah. you know, I know that you made a movie that a lot of people liked at one time, then, then you made, made two, two more, then you made two more yeah. and then you basically detonated your career. I know that. Well, I'm a fan of their show, Sense8, personally. But yeah, that's I me. know that uh, that most of your work is highly overrated and highly underwritten. I know that. Cloud Atlas, for sure. Okay. I know that, uh, but you know, I, not, not a lot of people get to the dance. But before we should just congratulate you on the person that you are, isn't it kind of important we know what kind of person that you are? That's the whole thing about Caitlyn Jenner. Whenever I see that debacle. But that's the thing they're trying to say. They're trying to say their gender doesn't define who they are. That's the thing. Well, then, then that's their whole argument. Then why in the fucking world even change it? I know. Would I stand up and say, "Oh, this is so great that you did this"? Why do you need my approval? Why do you send a press release? These this information doesn't happen without press releases. Right. So why even why even institute the press? Actually, release? what happened was somebody somebody outed it. She didn't go public. With, well, she didn't. Go, she she didn't go public. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. They're filming their new show, like a new season right now. So this obviously. is the highest form of uncomfortability with oneself no dude right now you know how it used to be 10 years ago with paris hilton kim perfect examples sex tape got you famous nowadays a sex change is what makes you famous well like, we wouldn't have talked about Chaz bono had she not transitioned to a dude she but, wouldn't have been in our but news now think about this think about how little impact that had on the actual culture then and what it would be now but i'm saying like right now like people that are famous that we didn't really care about you know caitlin jenner now a hero is there any greater sense of not being comfortable with yourself or knowing who you really are than literally becoming a different person. All I'm saying is right now... And then you're telling me that that is by the definition... That's definition of what it is to mean you're comfortable with yourself. No, it's not. What I'm trying to say is we're at a point now, like if any of these... A, A-list celebrities that are not like super everyday famous, right? So we're not talking about Oscar celebrities, but any of these celebrities like Jennifer Lawrence, Scarlett Johansson, etc. came out with a sex tape, I don't even think it would matter anymore. 
I don't think it would make the news in the way that if they were to transition in I their sexual we gender do. would. We ought to release a press release to the entire world of vaping, up to and including every single publication, of which now there are tons, okay? Uh, every single blog site. That I have a sex tape? No. Oh. That you officially identify as a man. Now, they'll say, but he is one. A white man. And you'll say, no, 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 excuse you. Yeah. Just because I am, that does not define yeah. me. That's not my gender. It's gender okay? roles. Right. I identify as that. Right. You can't, you're not allowed to classify me right. by I'm what cis, science I'm, I'm, and, and truth says. They actually have a term for this now. When you're actually born a male and identify as a male, it's called being cisgender. No. Why is there a fucking term for that? Right. I'm a dude. I was born a dude. Why do I need a special term? Like on dating sites now, this you know, I haven't been on dating sites really in about a year. I right. think it's been almost a year now. Oh, we'll but talk I, about that in a minute. But I go every once in a while just to kind of check in. Sure you do. No, seriously. Okay. And fine. then and then okay, keep it changing where you change your sexual like your sex like that, like transsexual, all this other shit. Sure. Including cisgender male or cisgender okay. female. We used to have a term for it now when I was younger. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was Normal and batshit crazy. That was the. That's it. That's the that categories. Okay. Now, if you're gay, that means you're normal. Okay. If you're straight, you're normal. If you think you're something, but you're not, but you think you are, so I should tell you that you are that thing. You're schizophrenic. Yeah. You are fucking psychopathic. Yeah, that's mental. what it is. No. Listen. If I identify as a fucking kimono dragon, that mm-hmm. does not. And nobody can judge and you for no, that. And who nobody are you better to tell say me? shit about it either. Who are you? You can who use you the kimono to, bathrooms. Who are you? you? Until you walk a mile in my shoes, if I, and I have four. All four of them. I got lots and, of shoes. And it was, when they wag your tail. Right. Fuckers. Right. Fuckers. It's, it, you're yeah. right. You know, I was so ahead of the times when I made that joke about being born Asian. Like 10 years ago, I was ahead of this. Remember when I was talking about the born this way? Right. The joke I had written about being born Asian? Yeah. Listen, I was ahead of all this. Clearly, clearly, that is schizophrenia. Okay, it's not reality based. Like Freeze could be the lead singer of ACDC. That, that's legit. That can that could happen. happen. That can really be. But a I thing. can't just be have ovaries. <laughs> I can't like get pregnant. But I could be the lead singer of ACDC. <laughs> One of those has got a logical conclusion that exists in reality in some alternate dimension. I'm the lead singer of ACDC. All right, uh, for no other reason than beside the fact that we can, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Cool, because I got when, a pee-pee. When we come back, we're going to talk about the trial of all trials. We talked about that small trial known as the, the OJ case. That That's small beans. That's not much. When we return to Totally Vaping Awesome, we'll talk about the trial of the immortal one versus the giant. Yes, that's right. The Hulk Hogan versus sex, the Cocker. I mean, the Cocker. The, the sex tape trial. When we return on Totally Vaping Awesome.
Oh, welcome back to Totally Vaping Awesome. Mooch one in the freeze. Hey, uh, you guys know about the wacky Hulk Hogan? <clears throat> you know, you know, you know about the wacky Hulk Hogan, don't you? Oh yeah. So uh, <clears throat> there is a new America's favorite trial. The a new the world's favorite trial. That of course is the security breach. The the idea, and and as silly as it is. <clears throat> You've got Hulk Hogan in a celebrity sex scandal. Um, now in a $100 million lawsuit against Gawker, the online website that released a one minute and 40 second clip of Hulk Hogan engaging in sexual activity and whether or not this uh, is against the law. <clears throat> so <clears throat> as funny as it sounds on paper, with all of the parties involved and the stuff going on <clears throat> at the center of the actual fight is what is the freedom of the press and what are they allowed to do? Gawker says that due to the fact that Hulk Hogan in entertainment capacities, places where he went and interviewed things where he went and spoke because he brought up the sex scandal and because he had spoken previously about his sexual activities, whether it be on his reality program, Hogan Knows Best, or on other things like Howard Stern, <clears throat> because of that, that they were purely and simply covering news. Hulk Hogan, being a logical person of some degree, says, no, you can't take a minute and a half of a guy's private life, has no idea he's being recorded, absolutely doesn't want this to ever be seen or distributed, absolutely doesn't know and is absolutely, uh, he's, he's horrified by this. You can't do that, post it, and then get ad buys on top of it. <clears throat> so he sued them. Now today, today the trial, day three of the trial, they have the main editor, the owner, I believe, of the website, Gawker, who is, uh, he's on the stand. And they ask him point blank, knowing that you, now, now hearing from Hulk Hogan, believe it or not, that he was in emotional distress. Now that you know that, regardless of whether or not you actually believe <clears throat> that he was in emotional distress, would you still have done it? And he said, absolutely. Didn't even think about it. Absolutely. And they said, well, is there any cases where you would not, in fact, decide to uh, use someone's sexual content or something on your website? <clears throat> and he said, well, I guess... I guess when it involves children. And they said, well, what do you think the age cutoff is to inappropriately demonstrate children in a sexual capacity? And he said, and I quote, four years old. So, unless a curveball of mammoth proportions comes down the pike, I think this guy just wrote his own fucking check and handed it to Hogan. I think... Now, he, they are in front of a jury of their peers, if I'm not mistaken. They, they may be, they may not be. Civil cases don't go in front of a jury. Oh, so this is completely civil. This well, is a civil <clears throat> suit. It's a suing for money, monetary well, loss, yeah. If that's the case, it does get into this strange arena <clears throat> where what is the press allowed to do? They didn't film this. They were given this. You know. However... Well, well the, I think the law is as long as one person knows they're being recorded, right? And Bubba the Love Sponge knew that the recording was happening, and so did his wife. Well, that's true and not true. Think about the case of the that that Andrews woman who just took. Uh, well, the, she didn't know. Aaron Andrews did not know. Well, the guy who knew. filmed her knew. 
Mm. Yeah, but he legally obtained that, right? So, like, they they put a hole in the wall and filmed that. In this case, Hogan willingly went into this room and had sex with them. But he didn't have any idea that he was being filmed whatsoever. I don't think you have to... Like, okay, so if you go into a place that's owned by somebody else and there is filming, they do not have to tell you that the premises is being filmed. Okay? Aaron was in a room that's private, and somebody put a camera through the wall. There's a whole difference. So she's the only person... You're saying that she's the only person who knows they're being recorded. However, the other side of that coin is Heather Clem has no idea that it's going to be put in distribution unless she's the one who releases it. And then even then, doesn't she need his consent to release it? And then she doesn't make any money off of it because they send it to Gawker or Gawker gets their hands on it. So now Gawker has the full the full right whether or not they can distribute this. All I know is all, they these, need Hulk Hogan's all these celebrity sex tapes that have ever been released are usually by angry exes and none of them have ever had to pay damages. Right, because that's a that's a completely different thing. They're getting released. There's no monetary value to be put on them or what have you, no, right? No, 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 no. They're getting paid. No, 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 no. You're now see, this is where the cataclysm begins. This is where people are, are completely out of their mind. You don't think, Freeze. You don't believe that all of those people don't willingly know that they're getting paid. This is what happens. No, yeah, okay, yeah. What happens is they recognize that it's going to be public record forever, so the smartest thing that they can do is capitalize on it financially, create a video, make a box cover, uh, sell it in porn stashes, places, places like that, uh, pay for click fucking websites, and really that all that doesn't matter anyways because eventually everybody has it already. They're doing just whatever that they can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> but in those cases, both partners know they're being at least recorded. They've all known that the camera was there. That's true. That's what makes this case so different. Because Hulk Hogan has no idea that the camera's there. The very end of the videotape, Bubba the Love Sponge, who is a radio personality and at the time Hulk Hogan's best friend, comes up to where the camera is and says to his wife, just in case we ever need this for when it's time to retire. And then the fucking video stops. Unless the judge thinks that he's going to set precedent for a revocation of freedom of speech and freedom of the press, I think this is a slam dunk. I think that Hogan's going to get his payoff. If he does, how do you think the WWE is going to react to him? I I think that he will probably be... I I think he'll be back in the fold regardless. Regardless of, of how that that goes but obviously i mean it's it's like anything else is you know the guy's civil rights were just trampled on you know what i mean um you know so that's unfortunate it's any one of us you know if you're recorded and somebody profits off of that you are talking about a, a monetized website you know they drove traffic probably an astronaut probably more traffic than they've ever had driven to their website you know because that, that type of thing is a big deal culturally. You know. So. Hey, brother. It's it's brother dude. Uh, what? It's brother dude. Brother, brother dude. I'm, I'm calling in. <laughs> how, I'm, call, I'm calling in a favor. What, a freeze. How is brother... What is brother dude calling in? Why do you have an intercom? Why is brother dude calling? <laughs> I, I guess he found the code to my intercom in okay, my apartment. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you guys who are unaware... What? Uh... Brother, no, okay, all right, fine. Brother Dude. <clears throat> Brother Dude is a mysterious character uh, who looks and talks a lot like Hulk Hogan. Well, you know, brother, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's probably Bulk Brogan. <laughs> uh, Brother Dude, otherwise known as Bulk. Bulk Brogan. Bulk, Bulk Brogan. Double B, baby. 
All right, that's not yeah, a dude. Thing. Listen, that's not a thing. Uh, You're not a thing. Okay, listen. Um, so what he does, uh, he mis- mysteriously, whenever, whenever there's a, whenever Hulk Hogan <laughs> freezes laughing uncontrollably, whenever Hulk Hogan is in the news, brother dude shows up in a mask. <laughs> are you gonna be okay? What? <laughs> are you are you are you all right? Yeah, I'm good. All right, all right, good. Whew. That's fine. All right. So, uh, Brother Dude has been on the show many times to clear the name of Hulk Hogan, whom he swears he is not. Listen, brother, I'm just like his biggest fan. I support the Bulkster. Right. Excuse me, the Hulkster. Right. In this endeavor with, with the Cocker. Right. Well, Cocker. All right. So, you don't have any, uh, shall we say, inside information, no pun intended. Well, yeah, because I was actually at the, I was in the courtroom today for day one, two, and three, brother. I did not see you. It's one of those Batman. because well, I was dressed all in black. Brother, I had my black bandana, and I'm sitting in the back row, dude. N- no. Wait a minute. No. No. Not, no. Time out. Now, how would you... I was co- wearing my cross, too, brother, because you know would- Jesus will, will guide me through the storm, dude. Okay. All right. Hold on. How would you color coordinate with Hulk Hogan what he wore if, in fact, I mean, you guys... How would you know that? Because I told you we're friends, brother. Mm-hmm. Dude. I didn't see it. You know, I saw a camera sweep of the people that were there. I was probably tying my shoe at that time or maybe taking the poop, <laughs> brother. Sometimes you're number one and number two is brother. Well, can I ask you this? What time exactly, if you had to specify, because I can go back and I can look and see uh, what time I didn't see you there. Well, let's see. The judge stood up, or the judge, the, the bailiff said, uh, "Everybody stand for for the honorable judge." Right. I was gone during that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then, then when 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 Brogan got on the Hogan got on the stage, I was I was gone for that. Right. Pretty much the entire time, I just kept walking <laughs> in and out the back door. Every time the camera panned, brother, I decided, you know what? I don't need to be seen, dude. Okay. All right. All right. Whatever. Okay. I'm still trying to get a job as, as Hulk Hogan's body body double. <laughs> You're doing a very good job of that. Thanks. All right. Um. So you would consider yourself to be an insider in, you know, no. I'm, a, I'm an expert. <laughs> right. You brother. Okay. I'm a sexpert in this uh, situation, dude. Okay. All right. So in a twist that no one knew, Bubba the Love Sponge, who says he did not release the tape whatsoever that was stolen by some nanny or something like this, has decided that no, he will not take the stand, which kind of incriminates himself that, you know, if he doesn't want to have to say things... Yeah, he's such a fucking dick, dude. All right. Bubba the Bitch Sponge, brother. I'd like to see him in the squared circle, dude, take a leg drop. I mean, uh, an elbow drop from the bolster. Right. Uh, Okay. Brother. He's a brother. He's the definition. Right. What do you? What? <laughs> my so cold got my back, dude. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. So when you say that um, Bubba the Love Sponge is a brother, are you saying that in a negative way? I he's acting a, like a brother, dude. What do you mean? He's a, what, is, what does that mean? Like, you know, he's, like your like, brother? No, yeah, because you know brothers are assholes. You know, they, they always <laughs> snitch on you, dude. Wait, what? What? Like, like you know, you're the what do, brother. Wait, what do you mean by brother? Well, you know, your brother, the brother will uh, will knock over the vase and tell your mom and dad that you did it, dude. <laughs> oh, you mean so like your sibling? Your brother. You know, the guy that steals your bike, dude. <laughs> what? And it tells all the friends that it's his bike. <laughs> what do you mean by that? What? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have that sound drop? What is going on? 
Well, because every time I'm on the show, dude, you've got sound drops. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I figured it was time to bring my own, brother. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Because, you know, I'm like the third member of this bullshit, dude. No, no, you're not. You're no way the third member. Listen, Nava, bro, I got this, dude. <laughs> Look, here's the deal, dude. I'm about to be $100 million richer. I what? mean, I'm not going mean, <laughs> to. Now, see? Now, see? see? The Hulkster is going to be $100, $100 million richer, brother. Look. Dude. Okay, th- this is our big. Dude. Look, this is our big event show. Dude. Why don't you just tell people who you really are? Why don't you just say it? It's the road to Vapor Slam. That's, that's right. You, you stay very aware of our program. Why don't you tell people on this special event show, finally stop being full of shit, remove your mask, and tell everybody. Tell them who you are. You're going to be really mad when I remove this mask, dude. <laughs> Why is that? Hold on, let me remove it. Okay. See, I'm really Rey Mysterio, brother. <laughs> that's right. I had a mask under my mask, dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> This has gone out of control. This is this this whole segment. That's the sound of me whipping your ass, brother. Okay. All right. No, I'm just kidding. Gawker, you lose, dude. Mm. The brother, dude, coming through on you. What you okay, gonna so do, Gawker? Freeze. Can you can you hang that up? Can you make that what? stop? <laughs> it's okay. That's nuts. Hang up on him. Hang up on him. Make him make him go away. All right. He's gone. Okay. All right. Listen. Um. Let's get into some old staples of the program. You want to do that? Yeah, we'll do some staples. Okay. We'll staple some things. Let's do that. Uh, Listen, if you are a fan of this program, if this is the first time you've ever heard of the program, the Freddy's bringing to you the segments of the show, the coordinated segments of the show. It's not not a bunch of this cockamamie fucking bullshit that I do, where I just sit around and complain about things. Oh, no. These are well prepared things. Uh, so I spent free- all of like five minutes, bro. <laughs> I'm right. on my shit. Okay, so Freeze, what segments are we going to uh, knock well, today out? Today I'm going to do Today I Learned. Awesome. Today, uh, segment Today I Learned. Today I Learned, yeah. Where Freeze will bring us a list of items, mind-blowing uh, things that he's found, uh, probably all in one place on the internet. <laughs> and all not, over the internet, and maybe not verified. All over. No, I verify. I read the oh, articles. Okay, all right. I read all the articles. You, you just you just look at it for the articles. Is what you're saying? Well, I, usually this happens when I'm looking for biz articles. Right. Okay. Then I find things I didn't know about. All right. And then I learn something. So listen, uh, this right here, this is the learning portion of the yeah. program. I want to learn. You want to learn. We all want to learn. Okay. What? All right. Let's learn. Number one. In France, in the 1500s, women could charge their husbands with impotence. He would have to become erect and show that he could ejaculate in a courtroom. If he failed, he would he could demand a trial by Congress and attempt to have sex with his wife in front of the experts. They should do that now. Right. Right now. My husband can't get it up, so take him to court. <laughs> because the opposite of that should be, if you've used that for, for evidence as to why you would be cheating on him or something like this, yeah. they should be able to behead you. Because, you know, he's humiliated. You've made him perform Basically, sex acts. Basically, he's already been beheaded. Right. 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 You you, you know, and right. now he's, and people think lesser of this guy yeah. and whatnot. Then he had to prove himself. So everybody's yeah. seen his Johnson. And, and not everybody can get Viagra. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now he's going to feel like he's sullied to the community. He's and less be able- than a man now. Right. Yeah, you've ruined his life. Right. So you should die. And if he can get erect, your head comes off. Right. Off with their head. I'd love and, it. And into hers. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, this and that and that. Yeah. All right. Next You're trying one. to cranium fuck this girl? Right. Okay. Number two. A study found that baseball cards on eBay sold for 20% less if the card was held by a black hand versus a card held by a white hand. I believe that. Yeah. I absolutely I do believe too. that. Yeah, I do too. Which means if you're a black person selling baseball cards, have your white friend hold them. That's absolutely That's the what I would do. That's what I'm doing. Because to me, it doesn't matter if you're black or white, but to eBay, it matters. 20% right. matters. 
Number three, prostitution exists among penguins and chimpanzees. They prostitute themselves for things I'm like sorry, stones or what? food. Prostitution right. exists among some penguins and chimpanzees. Chimpanzees. They, yes. Prostitute themselves out. Yes. They prostitute themselves for things like stones or food. They barter. For food. Will fuck for food. They Penguins and monkeys. Yes. Showing that do it's they, the oldest pr- profession in biology. Now, do they specify which of the sexes does this more than the I other? I don't know. Let's, Cause, we cause, can open it. Because I, I got a pretty good feeling like I know. You know what I'm saying? I mean... <clears throat> Hunter, gatherer. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All right. So based on a 1998 study, media reports stated that a shortage of stones led female Adelie penguins to trade sex for the stones. There Some pair-bonded female penguins copulate with males who are not their mates and then take pebbles to their nests. Now, see, women, and this is exactly what I'm talking about. Now, rather rather than, than get the, the evolution of the species... Well, it comes from humans right here. Even before, before we could talk, when we were doing sure, and it's right here. Rather than elevate the the and the the species, rather than uh, work on the old evolution of the gene pool, rather than bring yourself up the code so that you can do it yourself. Oh no. let's go to this we'll do that now yeah so a study conducted by max planck institute for evolutionary anthropology in let's pick germany published online in public library of science attempted to support the meat for sex in a related story after they the penguins were done pouring their bodies out Mm -hmm. when the male penguin decided to marry them no more sex that's that's what happened i have that verified uh (laughs) they attempted to support the meat for sex behavior hypothesis the what the meat for sex hypothesis meat meat for sex that's the title behavior behavior hypothesis for sex behavior hypothesis according to which in early human societies the best male hunters had the maximum number of sexual partners sure unable to study early humans researchers studied chimpanzees which goes back to what i stated before once a baller always a baller that's right you know what i'm saying And they concluded that a form of prostitution exists among chimpanzees in which females offer sex to males in exchange for meat sure so yes, humans are not the only ones. So legalized prostitution. It's normal in the it's normal in the it's normal in the animal away. kingdom. That's not the takeaway. It's normal in the animal uh, kingdom. The takeaway is is that the psychological genetic defect that I continue to bring up is scientifically proven across the board of rather than do what it takes to elevate this species and get yourself on an equal level playing field, it's how fast can we quickly get out of this shit by yeah. doing something that's completely different. Yeah, but how do we know that that isn't doing everything they can? Maybe taking the, bringing no. themselves to have sex with that other penguin is doing everything they can. What they got to do, Freeze, they got to get cold, they got to get dead, and they got to keep trying. And you try and try and try until the only ones who are remaining are the ones who can feed their fucking yeah. cells. Well, this also lets me think that not only are we related to monkeys, but also possibly penguins. So number four, of a woman, I learned of a woman uh, who sat on her boyfriend's toilet for two years. Paramedics had to remove the seat, which accompanied her to the hospital, from the toilet as her skin had grown around it. Her boyfriend brought food and water and asked her to come out of the bathroom daily, and she would just reply, maybe tomorrow. So she, she just sat there. She, she wasn't stuck. around yeah, it? Yeah, and then her skin grew around the toilet seat. She just didn't move for, for two years. What? Why? Uh, we can was open she the too, uh, I mean, was she so obese when okay. she got there? Uh, let's see. Deputy said a woman in western Kansas sat on her boyfriend's toilet for two years, and they're investigating whether she was mistreated. Where, where do they live? Ness City, Kansas. Oh, I totally understand. I would stay in the bathroom, too. There's nothing in Kansas. The sheriff's name is Brian Whipple. Said a man called his office last month reporting something was wrong with his girlfriend. Whipple said it appeared the 35-year-old woman's skin had grown around the seat. She initially refused emergency medical services, but was finally convinced by responders and her boyfriend. We pried the toilet seat off with a pry bar, and the seat went with her. The hospital removed it. 
Whipple said investigators plan to present the report Wednesday to the county attorney who will determine whether any charges should be filed against the woman's boyfriend. She was not glued. She was not tied. She was just physically stuck by her body. It's hard to imagine. I still have a hard time imagining it myself, he told investigators. Right. But I think they're both winners. Oh, that's that's yeah. what you should yeah, really real, Yeah. Yeah. These are people that survival of the fittest shouldn't exist with. Right. <clears throat> I mean, should. So that's three things? That's number four. Four things. Number okay. five. I learned that scientists announced that they are 50% there to creating a chickenosaurus after they successfully modified the beak of a chicken embryo to resemble the snout of a dinosaur in 2015. Totally, because why get rid of cancer right. when we can have a chicken, <laughs> chicken dinosaur? A, chickenosaurus. Right. We're, we're, 20, we're 50% there. They actually changed the beak of a chicken to the snout of a dinosaur in 2015. Now, and this right here, it's this. This thing, this is where Republicans can trap you into their... Their wacky fucking thank God. Their their magic book logic. Yeah. Because they go <clears throat> they go, listen, you don't have any rights to do that, yada yada yada. You say, No, 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 we do have the rights, and they go, Yeah, but let me ask you this. Who's paying for that? Yeah. And then you go, God damn it. And they say, You can't take the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> so it's a whole it's, but and but that's the thing. You see, we should spend a shit ton of money on science. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't spend a whole bunch of money on real-life Jurassic Park with chickens. Okay? Right. That makes no fucking sense. No, because today I saw news, and this isn't a today I learned. They successfully took stem cells. A guy had was blind. His cornea was fucked. They put in stem cells that healed his eye, and he could see completely. We could do that with everything. That's what we need. When we crack the human genome project, yep. that when that that project, the yeah. human genome code, when we had, when we go, oh, we can do well, anything you, but, we want. Yeah, with but you remember fucking... after that in the early two thousands, the stem cell arguments. Right. Yeah. We go. We're gonna spend all this money yeah. so that we can figure out how to do anything we want to with with whatever cells we want. And as soon as we we spent all that money, and we we actually go. Oh my God, we actually did this shit. We didn't think we were really gonna do it. This was like the moon. We said, "Oh, we're gonna fucking go there," and then it just kind of did. But this is the same thing. We did it, and we and then they went, "Yeah, but you can't use that." Right. You Fuck know what I mean? Like we we can actually get rid of cancer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Easily. Oh, I saw a report last week that they have found a new protein in cancer that they didn't know before, and they've wired a way to where that's what gets attacked and it started to kill the cancer. So you're telling me that my protein diet, less of it. That's <laughs> no, what you're saying? No, like, no, it's a specific type of protein. <clears throat> I can't. Anyway, right. I learned number six, that in 1927, Pez candy was created to help people quit cigarettes. In 1948, the dispenser was created to but mimic- But they're not allowed to call them smoking cessation products. Right. They're not allowed. In 1948, the dispenser was created to mimic a lighter. It wasn't until the 1950s that it was made into a children's toy. Right. I right. didn't know that. I had no idea. And you know what that is? Of course, that is nicotine and tobacco child marketing. Yeah. Right there. So guess what, Pez? You're not allowed to come to my fucking convention. Yeah. Okay? Guess what? Guess what, FDA? Checkmate. Right. Yeah, no. absolutely. Number seven. The twerking was actually popular in the 17th century. It was called molding of cockle bread. <laughs> Here we go. Let's read about the molding of cockle bread. Oh, let's. In the 17th century, a sexual connotation is attached not to the bread itself, but to a dance that involved revealing the buttocks and simulating sexual activity, which was known as molding cockle bread. John Aubrey writes of young wenches indulging in a wanton sport called molding the cockle bread. They considered it a sport. Where they, yeah, where they would get upon a table board, and as they gathered up their knees and their coaties with their hands as high as they can, and then wobble to and fro with the buttocks, as if they were kneading of dough with their asses. While doing this, the young women would sing the rhyme, My dame is sick and gone to bed, and I'll go mold my cockle bread, up with my heels and down with my head, and this is the way to mold cockle bread. Motherfucker. <laughs> Miley Cyrus uh, coming out with a redo of that song, actually. 
So yeah, so twerking has been around forever. Right. Molding the cockle bread. So, but so, of course you can't market that. You know, mold, 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 mold. I don't mold know, dude. I don't put. Bread. I don't put anything past them in this rap. Yeah, mold the cockle bread. Right. Yeah. Give me head. Uh, stupid. All right. Number <laughs> number eight. I learned of a, a paralyzed man was able to walk again after a stem cell transplant from his nose. Well, there it is. What country did that happen in? I don't know. Let's open that one up. Because right. I have all the articles attached. Well, it comes from the BBC, and that's not to be confused with right. Big Black Cock. No, no, <laughs> no, it's not. No, but I mean, there's stem cells in that, I, I'm sure. <laughs> a lot, a lot. of stem cells. <laughs> it's not I'm opening the article right now, but it's BBC, <clears throat> so I guess UK. Right. Oh, wait, hold on. Now it's trying to open. Now it's, okay, here we go. <clears throat> the paralyzed man was able to walk in after pioneering therapy that involved transplanting cells from his nasal cavity into his spinal cord. Derek Fidyaka, Fidyaka, Fid, Fidika who was paralyzed from the chest down in a knife attack in 2010, can now walk. The treatment, a world first, was carried out by surgeons in Poland in collaboration with scientists in London. Right. Which proves that Europe's on the right track and we're fucking up. Right. We're failing. Right. We are failing. Our, our, we're failing humanity. Because when we want to make America great again, what we mean is we want to keep Mexicans and Muslims out. Not we want to cure cancer and let motherfuckers see and walk. It's so crazy, you know dude. It's insane. The treatment used olfactory and sheathing shells, cells, which are specializing cells that form part of the sense of smell. Olfactory, your smell. OECs act as pathway cells that enable nerve fibers. So whenever this, this guy bumps his knee, you can say, good bless you, is in basically the, what it right. is. Right. In the first two operations, surgeons removed one of the patient's bulbs and grew the cell in a culture. So one of the bulbs in your nose that right. makes you smell. Two weeks later, they transplanted them into the spinal cord, which had been cut through in a knife attack. They had just a drop of the material to work with. It had about 500,000 cells. After about 100 micro-injections of OECs were made above and below the injury, four thin strips of nerve tissue were taken from the patient's ankle and placed across the gap. Scientists believe they provide a pathway to enable fibers. Uh, let's see. Uh, about four strips. Okay, before the treatment of this program, I'm trying to find after like how long it took, right? It's amazing to see how the regeneration of the spinal cord, something that has been impossible for many years, is becoming a reality. Uh, so look, we're there. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're in the place where people no longer have to be paralyzed. All right. <clears throat> how many more of these I got a couple got? more. Just a couple more. All right. I'm, Number nine. I'm getting antsy over here. I don't, I don't know. Shh. Okay. All right. I listen to you talk. My turn. Eh. Number All nine. Right. I learned that it was discovered that a common side effect of anti-Parkinson's medications is, quote, gambling, sexually, uh, sexuality addiction, and compulsive shopping. That's because they can walk again. Right. That's why those are now side effects, because they can move and apparently drive. Number 10. Al Pacino said no to Star Wars and considered it one of his greatest mistakes. And why would he not? Right. I got two bonuses. Okay. <clears throat> I learned that Samuel L. Jackson uses the word motherfucker to overcome a lifelong stutter. Oh, yeah. I knew that. You knew that. I, kn- I, I did not know that. that. In fact, that's I, like Tourette's. Possibly I may have a stutter and just not know it because I use motherfucker so much. That's true. You know? How well, would I know? Why would I want to? Why would you? Right. The last one. I learned that originally Popeye didn't get his super strength from eating spinach, he got it from rubbing the head of a magic chicken. <laughs> I did not know that Euphemism of plenty Yeah, rub the chicken, get strong Alright guys, here it is Here Now it's come down to this It's come down to this right now here And, and listen You're going to eat it and you're going to like it You're going to eat it and like it You're going you're gonna to love it Learn. You may not like it, but learn to love it Because it's the best thing going So saith Ric Flair Okay, That's how it goes Right now we're going to talk to you About about the vapor slam you stick with it pumpkin it's going to be a ride the ride of your life and when we're done we're going to talk to you just a little bit about the biz articles okay what <laughs> okay all right Fine.
Now, you want to talk, Freeze? I'm going to give you all the time in the whole world to talk if you're not going to throw your microphone. Treat our stuff nice. Sorry. <clears throat> It's been a while since we've done this. We're just throwing microphones around. We're we so no miscombobulated. We have no idea what's going on. Is this here. a studio? This is not like riding a bike. Do Let you me tell you something. vape, bro? Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to turn loose the freeze to talk to you all about... Because, this, look, this is what... For, so, for the past few months, and for the past month, more so than not, the freeze has been knee-deep in the Vapor Slam discussions. That's what he does, Okay. When we hit stop to take one break so that I could refill my coffee, the guy talked to maybe five different fucking people in that time frame. Okay? All of ten minutes. Talked to five different people <clears throat> about Vapor Slam. So, it's probably the last thing he wants to do right now. But, <clears throat> but you got your pitch down. You know what you want to say. You know your selling points. Okay? Now, listen. Totally vaping audience. Mooch one here. Okay? Now, if you're a guy like me, you like to be around the company of folks that you have something in common with. And if you're really a guy like me, that's totally full of shit. You would rather be at home. But listen, that's that notwithstanding, okay? Notwithstanding that. How many times have we asked you guys, we said, is this the time where you guys are going to make it out to the slam? Will you guys show up for the slam? Will you? Will you be there? We want to see your faces. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you the freeze. Hey guys, welcome to Slam Talk with the Freeze. That's right. I'm the Freeze. He's Freeze. Let's hashtag get slammed with business. <laughs> slam for business. <laughs> yeah, slammed. Yo, what up guys? It's Freeze with now, Vapor I wanna, Slam. I want to tell you guys something. Something that you guys can't see because Freeze <laughs> Freeze is popping the audience in a visual way on a podcast. That's right. So I got to make this make sense to you. When do I not? I got I to gotta make this make sense to you, Okay. <laughs> For the conversation that he's about to have, Freeze can wear whatever he wants to right now. We're <laughs> on, we're on audio. I've, I've okay? got the perfect outfit we don't, for there it. There is no pictures that we're taking. Okay, there's no camera that's set up. Nothing, no, none of that stuff, right? But to mentally prepare himself while I'm jazzing up the fact that he's going to talk to you about Vapor Slam. Yeah, this is what he does. And and mind you, what I'm about to tell you, I want you to think about the level of preparation that goes into what happened to make what just happened occur. The Freeze grabbed from the table. The TVA Convention Vapor Slam Vape Mania Championship Belt. Yes. Vaping Convention Champion. That yeah. is a thing. Yeah. That's a real and thing. And when I say belt, I don't mean the kind that you buy at Sears that you put around the loops and your pants to hold them up. When I say championship belt, I do not mean the kind that they make at Walmart where he defaced and then created something different. No. What I mean to tell you is, <laughs> Freeze went out, found a maker of wrestling and boxing championship fucking belts. Legitimate, <laughs> heavy as fuck belts. The belt weighs probably 30 to 45 pounds. Okay? He had a belt made so that he, whenever he looks at it, can remi- remember that he is the champion, his friends, of vaping conventions. Yeah, he's got a championship belt. Now... If that's not one thing, okay? <laughs> so that's what that is. Right. Okay? This, we're talking about a man <laughs> who got himself his own championship belt. He elected himself champion. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? No, no, they elected us. No, they elected us best convention. You elected yourself champion. Okay, so. Well, what does it mean when you're the best? Uh, okay, so. You're the champion. So he got himself a championship belt. 
seemingly so he could walk around the convention with the championship belt. And, and he and he will. I will. And, and people you will, will want absolutely pictures see that. It. You will absolutely see that. Yes, that's okay. It's going to be our photo booth too. So now, this is the same man who, in the mere mention of the words Vapor Slam, knowing that he has to speak to you about it, prepared himself via fucking audio recording by putting the belt over the top of his shoulder and leaning back and feeling better about it. He's prepped himself to talk about a convention with the convention championship belt he bought it's for like, the it's convention. It's like cutting a promo. I'm just getting ready to cut. <laughs> but there's nobody looking it at it. It doesn't matter. For all the, you you know think you, when Stone Cold's on the podcast, oh he's God. not holding his fucking championship no, belt? No, I can guarantee you, as sure as the day is long, that Steve Austin is not holding the championship belt. Maybe Seth Rollins did. No. Nobody's holding. No. No. Well, I'm a champion. We're okay. ch- we're champions. All right, okay. We are the vaping convention champions currently. Now we are the current vaping convention. Champions. I got to be honest with you. So the freeze, he sends me the first images of this, and he goes, like, "I did something." I wasn't going to tell him. And I go like, I, "I need to know what you did," because whenever what that means is I spent company money on stuff. <laughs> and I go like, "All right, we got to tell." Well, it's kind of a surprise. No, it's not a surprise. He just spent company money. Like technically, I can go and look and see. Just fuck it. What? And I go, okay. So then he sends me the, the pictures, right? And I go like, is that the foam or is that the actual? He's like, no, that's, that's the actual thing. And in and, and my sick mind, what went through my sick mind, the first response, which should have been, why would we ever spend money on that? When there was a time we had to eat Top Ramen. We were, we were poor. We should appreciate these times better. Instead of that, what the uh, first thing that I thought was, why didn't you give me a People's Championship one? That's the first thing that went through my mind. I thought about it. Because we're sick fucking people. But this one doesn't say freeze on it. This is for both of us. When we get our office, this is to hang on the wall. So when people come in, they know. So basically, we have to timeshare the fucking championship. That's that's what it boils down to. No, it's for our mutual our mutual office. (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah yeah. Dude, one day when we're when we're in our huge headquarters in fucking in uh in in the valley in San Jose, California, this will be on the yeah. And people will say, oh wow. Somebody awarded you with a championship belt, and you'll go, well, sort of. No, I'll say, yes, they did. You say, kind of. The voters of 2015 awarded us with this championship and, belt. And, and they'll say, oh, so you win a belt when you get that? You go, sort of. kind Yeah, get, we better win in 2016 because I'm not handing it over. You, 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 you kind of get a belt. It's got the TVA logo on it. So. You go online, and you look for somebody. Oh, so you, you bought yourself a championship? Yes. Well, you know. Yes, the fuck I did <laughs> because we're ballers. That's what we do. We buy whatever. I buy it. Give it to me. <laughs> Baller. Would you like to tell them, Freeze, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, since we last spoke, Freeze has a new life catchphrase. He informed, right. by, and, and again, yeah. and this is a total shoot. It's true. Freeze informed me in a not joking, in a not joking way, he informed me straight faced and said, I have a new catchphrase, but it's, it's like a life phrase. And I looked at, and I'm looking into the vacancy of the man who money has corrupted so. And, and, I, and I said to him, I go, you do? Because I, uh, how many times are you confronted with somebody who goes, <clears throat> I have a life phrase? <laughs> just said, what, it's my what? motto. Okay. So. You want me to tell him? But you said life phrase. It's, it's the same the thing. It's the same motto. No, this is the way I live my life now. It's oh. everything that I believe in. So, uh, it's my guys, Bible. Uh, so check this out. This is free. And this is not, this is not, he's not being funny. He's not, comedy is not what he's looking for. <clears throat> Freeze. I have a dope life and I do dope shit. <laughs> that's Freeze's fucking. That's my new shit. That's his catchphrase. Yeah. That's Freeze has his own catchphrase yeah. <laughs> about himself that he made for himself by himself. 
<laughs> there's a reason why I created it, though. Okay. I will. Okay. Let's. I'll tell the story. Okay. I'm a big Carolina Panthers fan. Have been since 1995 when I first moved to America, and they just started on their team. 21 years. They've only been in the Super Bowl once. I, on the other hand, have never been able to afford the Super Bowl because, like you said, top ramen life. Ramen for life, right? So, 4 a.m., Saturday night, Sunday morning of the fucking Super Bowl, I get it in my head, hmm, maybe I should go. I've been talking about it. I've been wanting to go my whole life. Super Bowl 50, and my team's there. Why the fuck wouldn't I go? So I reach out to the one person that's going to talk some sense into me if I'm wrong, and that's Mooch One himself. Now, <clears throat> this is what I did. So Freeze tells me about this idea. Which means I have to leave in three hours to go to the And I'm, I'm looking at the words written in the message that he has sent me, and I reevaluate those words. And I know that I've got to talk him off this fucking ledge because he's going to spend an enormous amount of money, money that he doesn't have to spend. Money that is necessary. This motherfucker don't have any less bills. And so I tell him, I say, this is stupid. You don't need to do this. What if they lose? What is experience? What, uh, what the fuck ever? You know what I mean? You could do this at another time. This is, you're being hasty. You're doing this out of nowhere. Obviously, this is boredom. Fuck that. And they come at him real aggressive like. And he goes like, you know, well... I may never get this chance to do this again with this situation with this one team. And, you know, <clears throat> I just feel like this is something that's on my my bucket list, you know. And I go, yeah, that's, fuck that. That's stupid. They're being stupid. And he goes, okay, all right, maybe I'm being stupid. And I thought about it for a second. And I said, you know what? I think I'm being a really bad friend. I think that I am putting my evaluation of what I care about over the top of what somebody else's evaluation of what they care about is. I think I'm evaluating this from my circumstances. What the fuck do my circumstances have to do with it? And then I said to myself, you know what? What you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to do is treat your newfound endeavors, your newfound money, your job promotions, your, your placement in life, you're supposed to treat them as things. They are accelerators. That get you to things that you actually will care about. And the, 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 the prime word here is care. The central word is care. Not useless addiction, habit forming, horse shit that doesn't matter to you. Caring comes from an experience. You have to have experienced something. Something that you can never unexperience. Something that lives in infamy. Not for everybody else, not to show off, not for any other reason besides you want to know that you have experienced that thing. And with that, I wrote him back and I said, <clears throat> you know what? I'm being a bad friend. The wrong thing, you should fucking jump and do it immediately. And so, the motherfucker who is currently holding the championship belt. Vaping convention championship belt. <laughs> That costs a lot of money. Uh, he did just that. That's what he did. And so it was on this trip. Yeah. We're, we're free. We're, we're, well, okay. So this happens at 4 a.m. The f nearest flight's at 7.30 a.m. In Charlotte, which is about an hour and a half away. So really, I got two hours before I got to be on the road from when I'm asking you if I should do it. That's to make it there in time for the Super Bowl. And so I buy my ticket immediately after you see us because I already have it all pulled up. I'm just waiting for you to say yes the first time, right. to which you said no. 
Um, and actually, your term when you first came back to me was, you know what? Fuck that. We didn't start this business so that we can't live our dreams. Right. It's actually what you said. Um, and so I just fucking bought the ticket and I packed up and drove my ass to Charlotte and got on a fucking plane to California, which is a place I'd never been. So did a few things I'd never done before. You know, it's cool to have created a business in the right place at the right time. Yeah. And then do enough wrong things to learn how to do the right ones and then continue to exploit those right ones and then learn how to be good at business. And it's cool to make money off of that, enough money that, in fact, if you wanted to, you could get up and you could go to the Super Bowl that day. That day. (laughs) Three hours. But the way that I view money hasn't changed. Money to me was a dispensable quantity of things that worked from necessity or things that I liked. I never feared money. And it's a weird thing about that because especially when I didn't have any, and that's the majority of my entire life being right. a musician because that's a not good trade. <clears throat> Every single book that I ever read, I spent my entire life trying to evaluate what someone who is in a good position did to get in that position and what they do once they're there. And a common thing it was between all these people, whether or not it was the writer of, uh, of, you know, poor dad, rich dad, whether or not it was the writer of, uh, you know, unleash the, the beast within it, or whether or not it was the writer of the secret, a very common theme was between all of these people. If you wanted something, you just got it. You got that something. You didn't have such a premium on it that you thought it would destroy you. And it's that premium. It's the, it's the fear of that premium. That's the thing that ruins you. That we never make enough money. I, I will never make enough money in my lifetime once I put such a premium on that thing that I allow it to destroy me. I will always have to chase the next thing. I didn't have a premium on it then and I don't now. And that's the premium for me is what can you invent in your mind and how far are you willing to go to see it happen? What we really care about is the seeing of it happening. That's what we really give a shit about. We like the intricacies of that. We like the failure that comes with that and figuring out how to do something different, the busy work of it. We like the entire thing. If we can do that enough and we can show other people how to do it, we like that. We like the conversing with people who also do it. We like the conversing with people who are just starting to do it and helping them do it and giving away the secrets that we've learned because they're not secrets whatsoever, you know. The difference between people who are making money and the people who aren't making money is the people who aren't making money are in a place where they fear it like hell. They fear it. And we've all been there. We've all been there where you don't where you have just enough to get by and you fear any type of deviation from that because it, you feel like it can destroy you. It won't. It won't destroy you. If it's if it's a should in your mind, if it's a should, you should you should make this stuff happen. Then Maybe you will and maybe you won't. If it's a must, you absolutely will. If you spend the money on something that you think that you need because you want it, because it will make you feel better about yourself, you'll feel better about yourself to the point where your musts will be such that you will go out and make shit happen. That's the truth. I honestly believe that. That's why I continue to preach. I've always preached on this show, and I continue to preach, and I'll preach when this show is long long gone, that whatever it is that you think that you want, go get that shit. Don't live a life in purgatory. You know, that's the same as that, that lying to yourself is the same as what I talked about with the, with the feminine thing. It's the, those are the same ideas. Telling yourself something that's clearly not true and taking it out on the rest of us and making us have to live that way. 
more people live in poverty, I think, and, and, and granted, I listen, I'm a Democrat. I believe the way that I believe about the poverty in the stick. I believe the way that I believe about people being born 10 points lesser than. I know a lot, not a lot of people do believe in that. A lot of people are full of shit because they can't relate to the experience. You know. But I also think that poverty is homegrown. I think that a lot of people don't know any better. So that because of that, we have this premium in fear on money. That's how fear leads to crime. That's all you ever know. Of course you're lesser than. Of course you live lesser than. Of course you end up incarcerated. Or of course you end up slaving away your entire life to some company that somebody else started. And by the way, the person who started that company, eh, they're long gone. They've started other companies. They don't even fucking monitor that company no more. Somebody else does that. Because to them, it's all about the, can I get away with this? Can I see this? Ah, this thing doesn't exist yet. I want to see that thing. I want that thing. That's what they're doing. You know. They're out there chasing it. So, all that to say that Freeze has himself a brand new catchphrase. I didn't know I was going to go that far. Yeah. It's my new thing. Okay, again, tell him again. I, I have a dope life and I do dope shit. <laughs> That's why I'm the first shirt for my new line is going to say, live a dope life, do dope shit. Front, live a dope life, back, do dope Are shit. Are you afraid of the drug uh, connotation? No, that, that, no. That could be, live a dope life. Okay. Do dope shit. Okay, I'm just saying. We all between us and you can't I think sell our, that shirt at the convention though, because it does. It could. No, propagate I'm pretty drugs. sure the lexicon understands that when I say something is dope, I'm not saying it is drugs. I'm saying it is badass. But think about this. Let's let's translate. I live a badass life and I do badass shit. Okay, you want uh, let's let's talk about badass shit. All right, okay. let's do it. Vapor Slam Two, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Vapor Slam. I'll tell you what's weird. What's weird is that. It doesn't feel like Vapor Slam 2, which sounds like, oh, it's just the second one of these. We all know that these are almost inaccurate statements. We know that Vapor Slam and Vape Mania are, are related as they can possibly be. We know that we are in the business of convention. And we know that <clears throat> these conventions, it's only in my corrupt mind where the differences between Vapor Slam and Vape Mania actually exist. What? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's right, Stone Cold. That's right, podcasting celebrity Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? Okay. I'm done. But, Vapor Slam 2, what's the big hook? What's the big news? What's the big selling point of Vapor Slam 2? The biggest selling point of Vapor Slam 2 is it is double the convention. That's it. So, the convention that we have won best convention with, mm -hmm. we just doubled that motherfucker. Yes. Right. Double the vendors. Double the Double vendors. the booths. Double the size, double the convention. Du double, double the fun. The, the, yeah. I was getting there. Okay, I'm just making sure. So I just wanted to know that you we're were going to We're McDoubling the fun. <laughs> no. We can't legally I can't say, say that. We can't say... Wait, wait. Yes, I can. I didn't say... We're the, Mac doubling. No, no, no. See, the, the McDouble is trademarked. McDoubling is a verb <laughs> from Ireland. <laughs> but you and when you it's say a it, dance. you when you say it, it, you're not using like a like a yellow M. No, in front of the, no, no, it's no. red. It's red. Okay. It's Fair red enough. with yellow behind it. That's okay. So red arches. Mm, all right. But not really arches, more like non-arches. All right. So the, the second big yeah. news is as opposed to where we've been in every convention, we are right. now... In Charlotte. That's right. Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, one of the greatest things about Charlotte, besides the fact that it makes Winston look like a fucking hillbilly town, is that Charlotte is at an international airport hub. Everything that flies in and out of here, Charlotte. When I flew to the Super Bowl, Greensboro, I flew to Charlotte to the Super Bowl. Same thing with when I went to Phoenix. So it, Charlotte is like the hub, so it's cheaper to fly here when you fly into Charlotte. 
the hotels are three miles from the convention center, but they're all in this place called the epicenter, which is like, it's hard to explain, but it's like the middle of everything. Everything's there. Every bar, every restaurant, everything's right there at the epicenter. So tons of stuff to do in your after hours uh, at the Vapor Slam 2, which is at a place called the Parks Expo and Convention Center. It actually has double the height and ceiling as well, which is nice. Four, uh, 24, 27 foot tall ceilings. At least I feel like I can stretch out this time. That's you right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. That's my stretch. The low ceilings, they really get to me. Right, right. So uh, we've got a lot of big vendor, like big booth setups this time, like multiple uh, larger booth setups. We have a whole row of 20 by 20s. International. Yeah, oh yeah. We got Coal Master from China, who I actually had to write them letters to uh, to customs, invite, formally inviting them to America for this convention, which was kind of cool. Um, so we have international stuff. We have UK coming. We got all kinds of dope shit. Uh, because we live dope lives and uh, VIP passes are almost gone. We have less than 50 of them left out of 300 uh, with the VIP pass. You're getting uh, VIP exclusive wristband. You're getting a VIP bag that I designed. Uh, you're getting uh, at least seven 30 mil bottles of juice from 3d, but it's looking like it's going to be a lot more than that, but I don't want to say exactly that it's a lot of juice, a lot of fucking juice and they're all juice. All retails for 20 bucks a piece. Um, and tons of other stuff. Early entry, 11 a.m., uh, all that jazz. It's exciting. Now, like let's the talk. This is the first time we've got hats. So we've got hats and shirts that match, red versions and black versions. We've been pre-order selling those things for a while now, and they're just sl- flying off the shelves. Let's tell them a little bit about the advocacy row that we're so going to have. So much. Well, <clears throat> okay. we, didn't, we decided not to do it as a row. They didn't want to all be in one row because they were scared they'd be a fucking ghost town. Well, more in particular, what I mean is the amount of advocacy that everything be every ad- every there. everyone you can name that's there. Okay, and all Kassan. of them, of course, will have time on the stage yes. to present to but you. But wise if you're a vendor, there will be time before the convention yes. begins. Uh, yes. a, a state of the vape union, if yes. you would. Yes. Yeah. So we've got Casa, Safada, not blowing smoke, no more casualties, uh, NCVC. Uh, Greg Connolly, uh, pretty much everybody in advocacy is going to be there. Vape, event. vape, 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 vape militia, of course. Yeah. Um, so just like I mean, literally, so much there. Um, if you leave our show this week, the next weekend, without learning about advocacy, then we did something wrong. <clears throat> That's the point. You're learning at least something about the advocacy we're fighting. No, then they did something. We've brought the people there. That's true. We pay attention, though. Is we what have I'm done. We have. That's that's what right. we are going to do. But there's plenty mm-hmm. of seating. Because we know vapors like to sit. I'm one of them. I like to sit down and chit chat. Uh, so plenty of seating, plenty to do. Bathrooms on both sides of the convention hall. It's huge. It's one big space. There's no more stairs, no more escalators, or not as yeah, no more escalators, no more ramps. It's all fucking one floor. Big ass fucking convention hall, and it's going to be super sick. Listen, there it is. A, yeah. Very painless. A very painless yeah. plug. You can find everything at vaporslam.com. Now, what you're going to see in the future now is all of the websites are dedicated under this one hub now. And I'm in the middle of redesigning them to be a little bit more user friendly, uh, but but they're all in one hub, so you can find all the information about Vapor Slam 2. And of course, we haven't announced this yet on this show. But since the show Vapor Slam is almost here, a week and a half, and we won't be doing another one of these shows for a while, if ever. This show, not that show. Right. We'll, we'll be doing lots of conventions. <laughs> right. You know we'll be back in Charlotte in September for Vape Mania 16. You guys knew that's coming. But newly announced... The new show we're adding, a third show in June in Syracuse, New York. So for all of our northern listeners who can't make the drive down to Charlotte, who have never been able to come to our shows, but if you live near New York, Syracuse, New York, June 24th through 26th is Vapor Slam New York. We're holding it with Adirondack Vapor featuring Bad Drip and Craving Vapor slash Hexome. So it's going to be huge, awesome show in New York. If you can't make this one or any of our Charlotte shows, make sure you make it to that one. because On the sick. flip side of that coin, if you're going to think about being some sort of a name 
sponsor, some sort of a sponsor for New York, do yourself the favor, get out to the Charlotte Convention, yeah. see what it's all about in advance. It's a perfect opportunity say, to do that. The business-to-business passes, they run real yeah. low. Well, what I've seen in our statistic, if I had a statistical analysis, is that I'd say 40 to 50% of our newer vendors actually came to our last show as B2B. Right. And decided they wanted to be there. Right. The other 40, 50% is word of mouth or whatever. But I'd say almost 50% of them came as B2B and said, you know what? We want to vend here. And it's almost every time. So that's, I mean, you know, vendors are listening to the show. You know, make sure you're there. It's it's definitely the show of shows, and you definitely don't want to miss it. Gear up the Bizarticles, brother. Uh, and while you're doing that, listen, guys, uh, I won't be here. Freeze won't be here next week. No. Okay? There is no secondary show coming to you this week. No. Okay? Uh, there's no telling when, if Ever. There's like no the scheduled said, show ever. That will ever do a show again. If you are a betting man and or woman, you could probably hedge your bets on the idea that right before a convention, we'll probably come back to do a, a, a bunch of talking and mask a commercial in there someplace. Road to blank. Okay. That, that's a, there's a strong possibility of Ro- that. Road to Savior Slam. So I don't have the opportunity to tell you this any other place than right here and right now. And that is, if you are a long-term, long-time fan of this program, and by long-time, I mean the last couple of years, that's about as much as you could do, okay, then it is your social obligation. It is your birthright. It is inside of your blood. It is built inside you to be at Vapor Slam 2. You don't have an excuse. I can hear your excuses now. I live in a different country. I live in a different time zone. I have to work. I have to feed my kids. Fuck all that. It's 2019 and I'm just getting to the show. Fuck all that. I don't care if you're listening to this show in the future. Get your ass to the show. That's what I just said. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I said. That's what he said. That's what I was telling you before. That's right. Now, for all of you long-term listeners, this is what we're going to do. And this is, this is a service, only I would do this. And you know that. You know this. This is how far I'm willing to go. Okay? I get it. You work hard for a living. You want to keep your job. You want to do nothing that would, you know, look, it's, you got a week. It's not, this is not simple. Okay? So this is what we're going to do. You just so happen to get in a car accident. Now I, I am your doctor. I am going to call your boss. I am going to tell your boss that you were in an accident, and that the way that it's looking right now, it could go 50-50, either absolute complete recovery or not. You weren't really banged up, but you do have a mild case of amnesia. It would be harmful for anybody in your actual life to come around you right now because it may trigger some sort of a psychotic reaction. We're not positive. We've never really seen a case exactly like this before. We have you isolated, not watching television or anything else. Please don't call. And make no mention of this. That way, when you show back up to work, you can say, yeah, oh yeah, I'm not exactly sure what happened or whatnot. The doctor just said, you know, it's probably not much to talk about whatnot. They can never bring it up. See, this is what I do for you. This is what I do for you. And you can trust me. I'm not a doctor. Okay? And that's fine. You have no excuses. You have no excuses. Okay. All right. And and if you don't have any money, and you know a female penguin, then there you go. It's <laughs> just like that. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! Uh, so on this edition of ba da ba ba ba, what ba articles? 
His articles. All right. 79-year-old woman electrocuted by faulty dildo after falling asleep with the device inside of her. Time out. I think we've done this biz article. No, we haven't. It came out January 26, 2016. We haven't done a show since January 26, 2016. I, we have definitely... No, Clint, defi- Ramlow, Clint Ramlow shared this one with we me. We have definitely done a biz article about a woman who fell asleep with the nope. dildo still inside nope. of her who dies from electrocution. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Now... I'm going to take this. We had one who grew a potato in her vagina. That's true. We had one that put her dead husband in a dildo, his ashes. That's true. But we've never had one who electrocuted herself falling asleep. That's shenanigans. We look. January 26, 2016. That doesn't mean that that blog did not copy that shit. Okay. Freeze just took his shirt off and disconnected my headphones. The freeze is taking off his shirt. I'm the feast incarnate and I'm mad. And he's he's taking off my headphones. Okay. Listen. Here's the deal. If you are a long time listener of this program. In fact, I would say that the show secretary, if you had to pick a show secretary, it would be Keith Johnson. Okay? You are the secretary of the show. All right? You know better than anyone else, in all probability, what biz articles were and were not used. I would like you, sir, you. I'm calling upon you. And Phil, calm down. If we needed a segment where somebody did insane things, we'd go to you. This is not that. This is different. Now, I think, I think we have done an electric, and, and, and freeze, there are many vaginas. There are lots of vaginas. But this one is but not. That one is, that this one one's is, hers. That one's hers. Not mine. And I am certain, just as sure as electrocution has happened in multiple ways with the same things, that it's possible. I'm not exactly. I think I would remember. I don't know how you fall asleep, but, you know, with the deal and your diddle and the twat and the thing and the stuff. But, I don't you know. know. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe it wasn't arousing. Okay. All right. California. A 79-year-old woman, Harlan Green, was found unresponsive in her Beverly Hills home after an unfortunate incident with a personal massager. Shocking. (laughs) See what I did? What? All right. The woman was taken to a nearby hospital where she was revived and treated for her injuries. According to a medical report... They brought her back. Yeah. According to a medical report, Green was unresponsive for almost five minutes. They said, hey, can you tell us something? What does it look like? When you, you know, die. Did you see anything? She said, yeah, it was a big white light and it was pulsating like a lot. It was just a little like pulsating. <laughs> and there was a soft humming. Because I knew Jesus humming. was there. With <laughs> I asked Jesus to come inside me and he did. <laughs> she had a shake weight? What do you do with your hand right I felt, now? I felt the warmth of the Lord. The Holy Spirit all just, inside of me. Yeah, it was just overwhelming. <laughs> The Holy Spirit entered my body (laughs) (laughs) like liquid. According Uh, to reports, Green's daughter called 911 after she was unable to get a hold of her mom. Police were able to access the house where they found the elderly woman half-dressed with the device still inside of her. Green had electrocution. How old is she? 79. Good for you. (laughs) You're doing it right. Yeah. That lady right there is... Hey, not for nothing, freeze. Men, listen. Mooch one here. I know how it is. I know what it's like to be in a situation where a woman who you're married to doesn't want to have sex. All right, I don't. But I can sympathize. I imagine that many of you guys I see on TV, lots of guys are in situations where these women. Cunts. Women, <laughs> do they? Come on, you're, you're throwing, you're throwing the, the theme here off. Where women, they get this 
they get this complexity about whether or not they want to have as much sex as they used to. You tell them, you know what, honey? You be the better you. You be the you that tries harder. You should not have a can't not attitude. You have a can do attitude. And you bring this lady up. Did you say she was 79? 79. 79, 79. years old, 70. still rocking the vag. Rock, taking it to the vag. Taking it. This lady. This lady is doing the slit shuffle. 79. Okay. Green had electrocution marks that ran up her stomach and down her arms. EMTs removed the bloody device and turned it over to investigators. After recovering, Green told investigators that she likes to, quote, give herself a little massage now and then right. to ease her loneliness. That's right. Quote, I haven't had a man friend in my life for a long time, she told the police. Quote, so I started to collect personal massagers. This Wait. poor lady needs to learn about the internet. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Wait, th- it gets better. Oh. 79-year-old woman. Here we go. I have so I started to collect personal massagers. I have a smoothie V, smoothie five, pocket rocket, a two and one, at least ten different ones, so I don't get bored. Time out. So what she's saying is at seventy nine, this little minx, this hell is still taking it in both sides of the aisle. Two and one, I guess. Yeah, she's taking it. See. See, or that's right one there. of those ones that's got the little rabbit thing on top. Now, you don't. There's a little ancient clitoral stimulation. No. Two in one? Two I don't, in I don't one? Know. I don't know. Two in? But that's two in one, not one in two. Okay. Guys, you listen and you listen good. I know. I know what it's like to be at the mountaintop. And I can tell you that when you're there, it's all access. No more shall you be denied your rights, your right, your inalienable rights as a man. Because you got to fight for your right <laughs> to a no. It's the greatest sound drop that was ever done. Thanks. <laughs> you know, if we did have a show coming out next week, you could bet your sweet ass that I would sound drop that right yep. against the Beastie Boys, just yep. like this. Just like and that. I might do it just to hear it, just to know that it's there. Yeah. Guys, this this lady right here, she broke the barrier for everybody. She did it for you. She did it for you. The quote continues. I have at least 10 different ones so I don't get bored. But the Hulk, it really rocked my world. <laughs> and I guess I fell asleep. It gave me a no, real... I hold, on, hold on. Let me finish this last statement, and then you can talk. It gave me a real zap in the gap. <laughs> A lifetime movie event coming to you this summer. Zapped in the gap. Helen Mirren stars in Zapped in the Gap. Now this is on ABC ABC News or some shit, right? Listen to this little journalist. Family members say they were shocked and appalled. Now, here's the thing I like. What I like is she didn't get bored. That's not what happened. Okay? She fucked herself silly. That's what happened. The Hulk. <laughs> you want to talk about a ringing endorsement for this product. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There is no better product placement than this shit. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Family members say they were shocked and appalled as Harlan Green is known for her cookie baking for the neighboring kids. <laughs> so look there. Listen, uh, if you if members of the of the the TV Alliance, okay, maybe I go with that. Okay, I call them vape maniacs. <laughs> are, are that? Because <laughs> it's vape maniacs. Listen, brother. Vape maniacs. Listen. Listen, dude. Okay. 
I'm back in black. All right, hold on. <clears throat> Hit the sack. <laughs> I know that somewhere out there, many of you probably have a grandfather. He's been isolated. He's been lonely for a long time. Your grandmother, she bit the dust or some variation of a nice way to say that. Okay? Maybe she took off. Maybe she took off to the long road home to the Lord. Right? Okay. And I know that, that Grampy, as you call him, because you guys are weird, I know that, that Grampy doesn't know how to use the internets, and you don't go over to show him, and you don't call him enough. You know, you're a shitty grandson. But you can make all of that up. You can make up for all of it in one false swoop. This is how you do it. What we have here, kids, what we have here is a lonely, cookie-making, feisty old cunt. That's what we got, okay? And as sure as the day is long, and as sure as your, your grandpa can get long, as sure as these, these things are true, then what you ought to do, you ought to make a love connection. You ought to make a love connection. Something tells me that a woman who invests this much into her anti-loneliness policy, as she likes to go with, some lady that invests that much time would probably not be opposed to making a new friend. Now, can you imagine? You'd have to get your own championship belt made for grandson of the fucking year. And she'd be singing, I've got a friend in me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it took a couple hours, but I think we really got back into the hang of things here. You know what I'm saying? And and he should get back into the hang of things. If it weren't for the fact that we are so rich, I'd want to do the show twice a week again. I think you're making a lot more of this money than it really is, but you continue to go with that. Uh, Look. Uh, I went to the Super Bowl. Okay, listen. Listen, I'm just telling you, do the right thing. Do the right thing for Grampy. And you know what? Uh, maybe someday when your old broad bites the dust, somebody would do it for you. I'm telling you, get him on the internet. First of all, show him that there's a place where he can stroke. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, well, plus, not just that, he can get a new one every week and nobody would care because they just keep dying. That's right. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> ah. Look, if, if all else fails, give him a flashlight. Right. Greatest Christmas present ever. All right, so there it is. There is. Now... I do suspect that we have had a biz article of that elk. I'm not saying necessarily that it was that biz article, okay? I mean, listen, that's not as rarefied as, let's say, growing a potato in your vaginal crevice. You know what I'm saying? Like that, 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 if you get that biz article again, you go, you know what? I think we've used this, okay? There's a possibility that these old broads, being left all alone to the potato lonesome. patch in your snatch. <laughs> that's that's like, really if it falls out, it really is a cabbage patch kit. You know oh <laughs> wow, yeah. Woo, <laughs> woo. All right, all right. Do we got another one? Yeah, I got another one. All right, fair enough. S- speaking of uh, feeling warmth inside of you, sperm bots could battle infertility. Microscopic machines propel slow swimming sperm toward the egg. Uh huh. Now, I posted this one to the TVA page back in January. Okay. Because it was a biz article and I was feeling sad. I wanted, you know, I posted there to let people read it. And you and I both know, not all the listeners read this, so let's do it. One in five men have been diagnosed with slow swimmers, which causes low sperm motility, a leading cause of infertility. Artificial insemination and reproduction technologies are options, but the average success rate is under 30%. In order to beat the odds, a group of researchers are developing sperm bots, which could act as a motor that pushes the sperm towards the egg. I'll show you a little gif of that happening. Right. So what it looks like, it looks like a screw. A coil. Right. 
Yeah, well, yeah, I guess it is more more of a coil, but mm-hmm. a screw coil. Yeah, you know, and it goes down the tail, locks in at the head, and pushes they have, it they forward. They should have given him a little helmet with SB on the on the front of the helmet. Sperm, sperm butts. <laughs> sperm it, it butts. It sounds like it would be a kid show on fucking <laughs> it ABC. Really yeah. does feel like sperm. <laughs> <laughs> Battling <laughs> infertility everywhere. It's sperm butts. <laughs> Researchers it's for kids by kids. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Sperm butts. Re- researchers from the Institute of Integrative Nanosciences at IFW Dresden used a tiny magnet made of titanium and nickel to create the metal helices. So it's a helix, helices like DNA. The coil is just big enough to wrap around the tail of a sperm and mimics a microscopic But how motor. does it vape, Freeze? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How many ohms is it? Is how does I, it vape? That's dude. what I post on TV. <laughs> By propelling the sperm to the egg with the use of a rotating magnet field. So that's their that's their future on how to cure infertility. Now, I'm going to tell, tell you why, other than the Saturday morning cartoon, why I'm against this. Okay? And, I, and, and again... Natural selection. That's why you're against it. Yeah, listen. Nothing to do with how I feel about science. Look, I think this. If you can stop your kid from having some sort of a, a deficiency, stop it. If you can, if you prefer that your child has blue eyes as opposed to fucking green, whatever. I could care less how far down that line you want to actually go. Unless you're trying to make a secret society of German kids, and then we should stop at that. Okay. <clears throat> Yes, phrase. Of course, the answer is <clears throat> natural fucking selection. Because look, <clears throat> at the end of the day, <clears throat> your ugly, slow as fuck swimmers are not supposed to get to the goal line, and mine are. Okay, that's what's up. That's how it goes. That's what's really going on, <clears throat> and that's fine. Not everybody, not everybody, should get the goal accomplished the first go round. Sometimes you got to have some more time. Sometimes you should use some more time to think about it. Imagine this operation where just everybody gets to put on one of the little Skeletor helmet things and boom, and there you go. You got a kid now. No, it's awful. But I do see because freeze and you didn't even think about this. Think about what Mattel could do in terms of a, 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 a toy line for these little swimmers. You know what I mean? And they all have like unique little names. <clears throat> they all have like nice capes on and whatnot, you know? <clears throat> Freeze is totally checked out. Freeze is, Freeze is in the midst of doing Vapor Slam business. I got 15 messages, so many emails and phone Listen, calls. Freeze, it's just nuts. we're talking about what will happen if you let coil sperm create a German super army. That's not okay. You got to calm that down. I'll nuke them first. No, you can't. They're super. I got my finger on the button, bitch. They are soup. They would be. A, they'd be a Batman Superman. <laughs> they'd be. It's Batman Ben Superman. <laughs> Batman Ben Superman. Yeah, one of our original biz articles for those longtime listeners. All right. <clears throat> All what? Right. All right. So there it is. There it is. Listen, it's been another. Uh, yeah, so so show. Too long show. Oh, too long. It's a little long. We keep going. It's a little too long. It's a little too long. Listen, this 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 is a gift. We didn't have to do this. No, because we no. get paid way more to not do this. So look, you, <laughs> you you stop your bitching. You bitch. Yes, it could have been a better show. Yes, we could have written things down. Or oh whatever. god. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe brought back characters that are retired. Yeah, you got a listen. You got a character. You weren't even supposed to get that character. That no. character got lucky. He got retired. Yeah. He was look. Hulk Hogan was in the news. You're lucky that that character even showed up. You even got a, a Stone Cold Steve Austin drop for whatever reason. That what? made no sense in the middle of that bit. That bit went totally wrong. It might not have the made bit, sense, but it's funny. The, that overrode the bit. The bit was funny by itself, and then that happened. 
and then all of a sudden the bit wasn't as funny except whenever you would say that because i'm a comedic genius you got to listen to freeze fuck things up and it turned out okay i don't know i'm it a comedic weird. genius okay i know what the vapors crave all right so listen. the listeners crave we know that you've missed us and we accept that we're still the humble guys that we always were <laughs> You can find me at Vaporson walking around with the championship belt. You can go belt. back to the beginning of this program, and you can, it's proven with nothing and, and poor, we are the same assholes we are right now. <laughs> just, you know, we haven't changed I mean, a bit. we're still poor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ish. Not really. We haven't changed at all. No. I still live in a two-bedroom apartment. That's right. Yeah. I still think that I'm the center of the world. I still have boxes all over my apartment. I still wear sunglasses wherever I go. In the, I'm still the fat as fuck oh, and single. Right. I'm still handsome and, 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 you know. I'm still the hottest fat guy ever. Okay, fine. I mean, fuck. All right, fine. Dude, calm, Jesus. Calm Stop yelling at me. So there it is. There it is. There's another, uh, a, 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 an unnecessary show that we've done. Mm. A show that in no way, shape, or form, listen, listen, if this is your first time ever listening to this show, here's what I would say to you, okay? <clears throat> I would say, go listen to the last one and go, Wow. These guys were really fucking good at this. These guys really had this shit together. They really knew how to do a podcast. There's Damn. no indication in this program that we know how to do a podcast. Yeah. Okay? But the last show, we were fucking... It was great. We were, very, we were warmed up. We knew what was going on at that point. Right? Kind of. I'd been off for like a month. Yeah, but we were... You know, it was a couple of years. You just needed... You had a month off. Whatever. You were, you were there. Yeah. Ready to do well, it. now we've had three months of ball When we status. did that show, we took the mantle off. We said, the kings of the vapertainment world, we're going to lay this down. This is done. We're we done. don't ever have to be this good again. And we weren't. <laughs> we absolutely I weren't. forgot to make our podcast championship belt. <laughs> yeah, well. That's next. We don't need it. That's true. We don't need it. We don't need it. I challenge you. I challenge you to defy this title run. I challenge you to come up with a with a show with content that's worthy of hearing. Don't do the same shit. I challenge you, those of you that listen to shows out there, those of you catching us for the first time going, where's the vaping talk? I challenge you to go listen to the guys who are doing podcasts right now. There's some good ones that are out there. Totally unique, totally different approaches. Totally different from this and what isn't, let's be honest. I challenge you that if you don't like what you hear, do it fucking better. Because you should. And then I say, monetize that shit. Put enough time into it that it becomes something. Now. <clears throat> and then you too can have a championship belt and go to the Super Bowl. And do live a dope life and do dope shit. Are we going to see you guys at the Slam? We want to see you guys at the Come slam. Come on and slam if you want to jam. Come on and slam if you want to jam. Everybody get up. It's Vapor Slam now. We got a real slam going down. Welcome to Vapor Slam. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. Wave your vapes in the air if you're vaping right. We got a cloud comp going down tonight. Welcome to Vapor Slam. <laughs> It's got more and more effeminate as you went on. That's what I noticed. Because <laughs> I can't tell if the spin doctors are guy it's a guy or girl. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So that's it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, you know, it's it. That's all you, this, this is it. This is all you get. Yeah. And and until you get more. And you may not even get any more. So you were lucky to have this. Yeah, bitch. 
Okay. I mean, I love you. <laughs> Long-standing rivalry All these with the sons people of bitches. who want to listen yeah. to us. What is our fucking problem? I don't know. All these sons of some bitches. We're good friends. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it. Uh, tell them when Vapor Slam is. Vapor Slam is March 18th, 19th, and 20th. Coming to you at the Parks Expo Center and Convention Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. Be part of vaping's number one convention with Vapor Slam. Must be 18 years old and a free entry. That's Vapor Slam at VaporSlam.com. All right, guys. My name is Mucha One. I'm the free. This has been totally vaping awesome. There's always someone better.